0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to... back. Oh, just jump in the gun, Sarah. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, so, do the intro. It just feels so natural. <laughs> I know, it does. Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Sarah. I'm Kimmy. And it's been those breaks outside. Can you guys hear that? Is that what that is? Are those breaks? <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. somebody's breaks. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast episode if somebody in the parking lot wasn't doing something crazy. <laughs> Our
1: other neighbor, Keith, will probably show up with his... Oh,
0: <laughs> who's is, who's Keith? Is that your name, Stubber? Is he your downstairs neighbor? No,
1: he's the across the way. Oh, uh, is he the retirement cat? home guy? Oh, love him. Oh, that just takes
0: his car out yeah. like every day. He just
1: goes for rides. Love him. How's Marcus the
0: cat? By the way, good, good. I haven't seen him around lately. I, he comes and goes. But oh. I saw him the other day. Nice. He just followed us up the stairs. So he's such a good cat. <laughs> Sorry for the already going off topic. Uh, but if we didn't mention it, this is what was that? It's been. What do you think? Six weeks since we recorded? I think so. Right on schedule. <laughs> yeah. We do not have a schedule. I kind of like this though. It's a lot less pressure and we just like, if we haven't caught up in a long time, we just sit down and we record and we catch up, you know?
1: Yeah. And we encourage you to re-listen. If yeah. You know, a lot of hidden messages, a lot of things. You can go back. Yeah. Same. No. We have <laughs> Easter eggs in
0: every episode. We are the Taylor Swift of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, try and figure it out if you go back. Yeah. How many episodes do we have now? I don't even know. If I had to guess four or five I'm total oh no, okay <laughs> wow that did not land as a <laughs> joke <true. laughs> you guys can't see the look Sarah gave me but it was like I was dropped on my head <laughs> from when For when? no what do you think like 50? 40? 40 40 50 yeah, yeah. Wow. I think so we've been doing it since October 2022 right oh my gosh maybe I think yeah. we tried to start it like three times before Remember we kept recording and then it was like just not happening.
1: And that thing kept falling behind us. Oh yeah. What?
0: And I was behind you on the ground.
1: <laughs> what? It was like that light. Oh, it was like a sensey thing. This must be a light. Yes. Kinda. Of. I feel like we I was were thinking gonna...
0: about the like bullhead oh thing. Oh my
1: god, that's what eventually was up there. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. And when we had my camera and we would try and, like adjust with your dog. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I loved our like grassroots effort at the beginning of this podcast. You're crawling on the ground. Too- we Sorry, were like I'm literally crying. crawling under <laughs> tables to try and get our podcast set up. It's much easier audio only, but I do miss the video aspect sometimes.
1: Me too. And now if we did it, we'll have like a senior dog we're trying to shove out. She was weirdly
0: able to get around us She's yeah <laughs> i feel like if you weren't on the podcast she would have tried to like ruin it but yeah. the fact that you were there she was like i respect my mom as a yeah. dog i'm not gonna mess this up for her um okay you know what we haven't talked about is 2024 starting oh, so yeah. we have this is like a special episode where we're doing call-ins so our friends i can't wait to answer these questions they a the great way. questions but fun- <laughs> our friends really like that was all Kim's idea part. to
1: do that. And that was awesome. Thank you.
0: I think our friends need podcasts now because everyone has a good podcast voice that sent in a voice memo. <laughs> um, but let's unpack how, we don't have to like do a full recap, but I just have some questions about 2023. Uh, what would you say was your favorite part of 2023? And then what is your 2024 resolution if you have one? Okay.
1: Or you're not a New nice. Year's person
0: though. So if you don't, you don't, do you do resolutions? No, and not like out of principle.
1: It's just New Year's is my least favorite holiday. Yeah. So nice. I just. Okay. <laughs> oh, one. she just adjusted <laughs> her seat.
0: So grab a snack, grab a drink. We're going to we go. I'm,
1: I'm actually really curious. It's for no good reasons, but like there's no popular foods. It's just oh, like right. crackers, meat, and like champagne. So I'm like yeah. hungry all night. That's fair. Then it's you're waiting all night for something. Okay. And sometimes, <clears throat> like this last year, you just miss
0: it. Oh, yeah, we missed the ball drop. Well, actually, we didn't miss the ball drop. News did. Yeah, the TV missed (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone probably, unfortunately, got fired. I hope not, but... That was a big one. If you're going to miss one moment, don't let it be the turn of the year, you know?
1: Yeah. But anyway, so I hate waiting all night. It feels like I can't, like, relax into anything. Like Christmas, you open the presents, and the rest of the day is just relaxing. Okay. New Year's, you're waiting, you're checking the clock. Some people like to watch movies. That stresses me out. Wait, stresses you out. watch movies on New Year's. So I'm like, what if I get invested? And it's like
0: 11.37. You, and the hour's like, it's like 45 minutes left of the movie. I have a spoiler <laughs> alert. Time goes on whether you witness it or not. Like, is time real? I don't know. But I do know that you will still make it to 2024, <laughs> even if your eyes are not on the ball drop. We learned but, that this year.
1: Yeah. But see, I'm not we i missing it. just if the party is the reason to view it. And okay. It. it feels weird. Yeah. <clears> That's just a late movie night. Yeah. <laughs> But... You're so funny. <laughs> We're just watching movies to watch movies like idiots. Okay. just <laughs> starts at six with pizza. But we yeah. Just, I don't know.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <sighs> Sorry to bring this up. <laughs> I know I take down the Christmas tree the next day and I hate putting mm-hmm. stuff away. hmm And there's no presents. Is
0: that... Honestly, I'm not mad at... This is the thing. You have some weird hills that you choose to die on. But when I give you the space to unpack them, I can't argue with it. I'm like, that is phenomenal reasoning. You're like, and also, I think also the whiplash from Christmas to New Year's. Mm -hmm. It like, as someone, you love tradition and you Mm -hmm. love like structure. And so to go from like first thing in the morning presents to waiting until the literal stroke of midnight to celebrate (laughs) whiplash presents, no presents. Christmas tree, you take down the Christmas tree. I get it. I knowing you and how you operate, that sounds like a nightmare to you. I and I swear to god, January second, everyone's like, Oh my god, spring's right on the corner. It's like,
1: no, it's not. We just eat winter, let me have this. And
0: you love winter. I so love it's winter. like the end of winter, it returns okay. Now I get you a little bit more, I feel like. I, res- I respect all those reasonings. I And also, if not for Sarah, I, I think I have celebrated almost every single New Year's next to you. Like, maybe yeah. one or two we haven't, which is really cute. And I love New Year's. But we went to a friend's house this year. Um, and if not for Sarah, none of us would have even noticed that the ball drop didn't happen. Because we were watching, like, well, we watched... Was that when we watched Paranormal Activity? No, but we were watching all those... We were Are watching, you you like, use? Vines and, like, YouTube <laughs> compilations. And then Sarah's like, uh, guys, guys, guys. And we, like, changed it. And then we were just... It was already midnight. And they missed the ball drop on whatever channel we watched. So, I don't know. Um, But can I just say something not nice? I wonder if it was a Gen Z kid. (laughs) Because seeing Gen Z in the workforce, love them. Like Love love them. They need to be there. But also, I'm kind of like, sometimes... The attention spans aren't there. Did somebody just actually miss it? I don't know. You You know? know? It
1: wasn't a millennial because we'll, like, Google the restaurant before we go and look at their menu. Amen. They would have died for that that happened. Millennials, if
0: they realized that they were, like, the camera person missing the ball drop, they'd be like, I'm going to fire myself. No pension. Like, actually, I'm just going to go kill myself. Sorry. Yeah. There's a roof right there I'm just going to jump off of (laughs) it. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to be the ball drop this year, so don't worry about it. Um, okay, thank you for unpacking that because I've always wondered what your beef with New Year's was. Um, I do think it's funny that, like, you're just hungry all night. There are ways around that, but I do agree. It's a finger food party and champagne. Yeah. That's asking for a tummy ache, you know? After you've been stuffed with, like, cheese and chocolate on yeah. Christmas, you to slip into a dress Well, and, like, what is
1: happening? Oh, that's such a good point. You can't look hot on New Year's no. after you've eaten cookies
0: for, like, a week. Yeah. It's the end of the weight gain season if, yeah. you are know, eating all these foods. And... and then everyone is expected to, like, January 1st not have had a week of holiday fun. I know. Like, you are also, also, we're drinking, I mean, like, if you celebrate with champagne order it's like, you're drinking, you're partying, and then the next morning, you're not supposed to be hungover and, like, hit the gym. What the hell is New Year's? That is crazy.
1: Right? Yeah. Hey,
0: but you love it, right? I love like, it. It's,
1: change, opportunity. Exactly. It's,
0: like, optimism. I love the end of a cycle of eating of a new. I like snack there. foods at parties. I can fill up on a snack food. That's not a problem. But I'm, I'm a big fan. But also, I like that we hang out on New Year's, you know? Yeah. It's nice that we've done, like, almost all our New Year's together. So, thank it's you for fun. explaining that. You, yeah. <laughs> okay, now what is your, I guess if you don't have a resolution, what are you looking for in 2024? Um, We're in March. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. What the hell? That's wild.
1: Yeah. I guess progress. Mm. You know, like I feel like, I don't know, like learning French. I've been yeah. doing good. I've been like studying or, you know, working out or <clears throat> trying to reach these goals. I understand it takes a while, but mm-hmm. I would really love to see some payoff starting, yeah. you know, after doing it for months
0: that's fair and also you're picking hard things to see tangible project or like progress with you know it's not like a an art project it's like learning an entirely entirely entire new english (laughs) it's hard for some of us who even know how to speak it can't imagine what french is like um oh a chateau is that home i think yeah okay that'll that's foreshadowing that's an easter egg for later in the episode
1: a hat i think French chat chapeau. That, oh,
0: chapeau! I'm thinking of Chateau, I think. I it think it's a house or like a manor. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, again, Easter eggs. This is the Taylor Swift episode where <laughs> that will come in later in the episode, but I won't okay. tell you why. Um, but you're learning a whole language to so like give yourself grace, but it is annoying when you don't see progress.
1: <clears throat> and 2023 felt like the year of starting. Like oh, okay. Standing up, getting these things done that I've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like, I, it's weird with French. It's like reminds me of a piano. Like I was in mm-hmm. college, I had it like pretty down. Yeah, and then I took a huge break, and now I feel like I'm starting over again. But there's yeah. some words like know it, but then I don't know the rest of the sentence. You yeah. know, it's a
0: weird learning. But language I, is weird? I don't know your knowledge of French, but I feel like if I dropped you in the room with French people, you could get by, or like you would at least know what they're saying if you heard it in like a uh, conversationally.
1: And I never understood, before I was, like, learning a language, I heard people be like, oh, like, if their parents spoke a different Mm -hmm. language, like, I can take it in, but I can't speak it. I was like, that makes zero sense to me. Now, I 1,000% get that, because I can totally hear it. Yeah. I just can't put a sentence together. I think if you hung out with more French people, like, French-speaking people, you would be fine uh shout out if anybody knows i know there's like spanish speaking groups and asl in vancouver which is awesome oh cool Everybody knows the french ones
0: yeah that's a good thing to ask if anyone knows like a french speaking practice group there's gotta be french speakers yeah yeah. but
1: but yeah um that's my goal is to just kind of see progress and keep going
0: that's such a good goal too because it's like there's no goalposts for that
1: yeah you just whatever
0: you do you're doing good
1: what about you my i love your Tumblr by the way is that costco
0: Oh, you know, I don't know. I stole it from mom. It's like teal and dark blue. Yeah, not colors I typically go for. Yeah. Uh, Well, on their own. I'm not like a blue person, but like blue and red together. I really like. Oh yeah. As I'm like holding up my red nails. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Again, not filmed. We act like this is a film podcast. The way way we hold up stuff, we're like, look at the colors on that. No one can see this. (laughs) Uh, But thank you. This coffee. Okay, so I made coffee before I came over. I made a double Nespresso. Mm. Um, And I was very meticulous about how much creamer I put in. And then I took a sip and it tasted like coffee. So I had to go to Sarah's coffee stand that she has here. Is that Ben coming home? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're not getting robbed. (laughs) Probably not. Hopefully not. That'd be weird if he robbed his own house. It hung up the keys, so that's nice. (laughs) Um, but Sarah has like a cute little coffee stand here and there's like literally chocolate covered espresso beans, honey, nutmeg, cinnamon. (laughs) So I added some creamer, some vanilla creamer, some honey and some cinnamon or nutmeg. And it's amazing. I love nutmeg,
1: what? dude. Nutmeg. I never put it in coffee, but it's great because it doesn't make you like cough
0: like cinnamon does. Mm-hmm. And I love cinnamon, but yes, I do worry about overdosing on cinnamon because mm-hmm. I put it in my coffee all the time. And I think you're not supposed to have it every day, um, mm. but it's good for abundance. Oh, in like the witchy world. So I like that. What creamer did you put in before you
1: left the house? That's um, your question. I'm just curious. Yeah,
0: you think... and it's great creamer. It's the Starbucks vanilla latte one. <sighs> Costco. Uh, no. But I, I think Costco only does the like the caramel macchiato one and the big one. Oh, I, I love think. how giant those tubs are. I and that's like enough for me. Like <laughs> I love creamer so much. Um, too. Yes, it's so good. Oh, I saw like a um, salted honey latte this week. I really want to try that with that like flaky oh. salt. Yes. Okay. More no, thing on creamer. Sorry. Oh no. Thing. Of course. Have you seen Coffee Mate's Instagram? No. Because was the creamer we used today it reminded me of it. Okay. They're
1: teaming up with the Mean Girls movie. Mm. <laughs> We're actually killing it. Why the hell is that a
0: creamer? And, like, why the hell do I want to try it? And What's the flavor? Mean Pink frosting. Mean-ness. Oh, yum. <laughs> Bitterness? <laughs> is it, ink. like, is it sour? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it's pink
1: frosting. Like, they're just so, like, they embody, like, the bullyingness of being girl. Like, they're like, what was it? They reference, like, that, um, use it every day but Wednesdays. Oh, Or, yeah. like, if you don't use coffee meat, you can't sit with us. Like, it was so <laughs> I creative. love that. And it was, like a burn book but it's just your thoughts and your coworkers before you've had your coffee in the morning and i was like <laughs> where to go coffee double
0: down on bullying that we don't have enough of that these days you know people really shied away from it in our generation but it's back with mean girls leave marketing to Z ears they're hilarious they've got it they really it. are um okay my resolution well my first my resolution was to buy castanets um Oh yeah! But now I don't think I—I I don't know. I, don't, I just like snapping. Like I love to snap. Yeah, and like I—I I don't know. It could be spoons. It could be castanets. It's just something with like hand percussions. Nice. But my actual New Year's resolution is to audition for a band as a drummer. I love it. Yes, and like I also want to learn guitar. Um, and I was like, okay, my brain has to stop saying like this is the end all be all thing because <laughs> my brain sees a hobby and it's like that's my whole life. It has to be everything and life is so much better when you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um it's so much better. So, I went to a concert the other night and this the opener, I like caught the tail end of the second opening act. Also, sorry. Two openers is a lot for a concert. Yeah. And I don't know. It's not Eras tour. Like it's not How like, long way openers? One. I think they were like an hour each. So oh like, my God. And this is the thing. I, I like roll my eyes at people who are like, I'm in my 30s. I can't be out late at concerts. Yeah. As a 30 year old who I was like, God damn it. I'm in there. Like I, I was in bed, not going to go to the concert because Chelsea was my buddy and she was sick. Um, And then I texted a friend, Blake, and she was like, get out of bed, like go to the concert. Like, Cause it was like 630 and I was acting like it was like the stroke of midnight. Like just because the sun is down time again, time does go on if we don't observe it. Like who knows what time it is. Um, but I went and I was like, well, I'm going to skip the openers. Cause I, I just wanted to see this band. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first opener was on doors open at six 30, first opener at seven, second at 8, Third band wasn't on until nine. That's so late. I had to drive from Woodland to Portland. So I was like, fuck, but I went and I'm really glad I did. What day was it? Like a, a Wednesday. Okay. Not even, I know. <laughs> see, this is the thing. We want to poo poo these people that are like, I'm so like old. I can't, but like especially in the pouring down rain convincing yeah, yourself hi. to drive like 40 minutes in the rain for Oregonians? nine table. o'clock. Okay. Yep. Okay. Listen, <laughs> lighten up. I'm, I'm not as anti organ as all my friends are. Um, but I went, the show was amazing. Also, I was like one inch from the stage. Like if I sneezed, it would have gotten onto the people on stage. Like it was phenomenal. Passed COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was great. Um, and I made friends there. There's like these two really nice girls. I, Oh, bt dubs you love the glossier perfume yeah this girl walked past me and i'm like you smell amazing she mixes glossier and ariana grande um it wasn't the ariana grande perfume that you have i can't remember the name of it but she was like mix them together and that and she smelled like nag champa oh my god she was so yummy um and they were the girl they were Cracking me up the whole time. I love them. And her friend and I went to see this band. We both saw them at Edgefield over the summer at the same concert. Also, because oh, really? they were opening for Goth Babe. So, oh, wow, it was great. That's a good lesson. Like, go solo to concerts if you don't have people to go with. And yeah. Dad told me that too because he was like, "Dude, from the time I was like twenty six to thirty two, I went to all concerts alone. Like, I would just when yeah. I was bored go do it. Like, you will make friends, and like even if you don't, it's still a good experience. You know."
1: I love that. Oh, but
0: the opener. What I was going to say. Uh, the opener girl. She played guitar and then hopped on drums for a few songs. I'm like, she looked kind of nervous. And I was just like, that is such a good reminder that, like, you do not have to be an expert to go do these things, you Mm -hmm. know? Just start. Just start. So I think if you're in your year of progress, I'm perhaps in my year of starting. Well, for some stuff, starting stuff. So audition for a band with drums. Love it. That's my only resolution. Just keep living life, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Loving loving it.
1: I love that. Whenever I think of blink One Eighty Two, or whenever i have it playing, I always think of, like, when dad would be at work and mom would like blast play drums, yeah, play yeah. drums. So, it was Blink One Eighteen, who else? Oh, Green Day,
0: Green Day, and Don McLean, the American Pie yes. guy. She, oh God, he is so good. <laughs> I just started
1: blasting about the house. I was like, man, drums
0: are amazing. <laughs> and that's the thing. I don't want to necessarily play traditional drums. I want to do like electric drums. Oh, what are those? Um, electric drums. Oh, well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> are know they it. like rock band looking? Yes, exactly. Okay. Because okay, this is the thing. I. Mm-hmm. Traditional drums, a bit abrasive for my ears. Mm. Even if I'm the one doing it, you know? Now when you have a rock concert yeah, afterwards. <laughs> you do? Okay. Yeah. Maybe you would do that. I would do electric. But I also want to dip my toe into like synth stuff and Ooh. DJ stuff. And so I feel like making beats. And also I just if I think of myself in a band, I want it to be like not a traditional rock. I don't know, because I love guitar. I love electric guitar, but I also love keyboards. Like I want mm. someone on a keyboard, synth stuff. Like I just I don't want to be put in a box as somebody yeah. who has no <laughs> musical experience. I'm like, don't box me into one craft. I'm like, this is all talking is like things I want to do. Um, but in my head, there's like a guy on keyboard, a couple guitar players, bass, electric drums, um, like just cool synth stuff, pop. Love it. Yeah. So
1: I need another electric drums. That's I know. To That's cool.
0: Yeah. So that's my goal, and I can't believe it's already March, but the year is still young, so yeah, there's time to learn everything. I just said a Goodreads goal last night. Oh, what's your Goodreads goal? Fifty. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna do hundred. Like let's mix it up and do fifty. Because that's one a week. That's a lot of books. Yeah,
1: never reached twenty. I don't think so. <laughs> you read so fast. What the hell? I don't. Oh my god! Not next to you, Kimmy is the fastest reader I have ever met. That, that is such ever, a lie. That is such <laughs> a lie. About, um, the 4 library, we're reading the same book. And Kim was on page forty, and I was like page twenty. I don't remember what book was it. It was the
0: Cal- Fury Calderon. That like Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, see, Fury's and I read the
1: Calderon. Maybe know. this is the problem. I
0: read fast, and I'm like <laughs> no recollection of reading that book. Like my memory is so weird. It's like when, it's either like way too good and like yeah. spot on, or it's like. I've met you five times, and I have no <laughs> idea what your name is. So, was that a good book?
1: Uh, I didn't finish it.
0: <laughs> I don't think I did either, so. <laughs> it didn't
1: grab me. I got, like, a 100 pages in, and I'm like, I want, I'm such a gangwagoner. Someone told mm-hmm. me it's good, I will read it. Same. But, but I just, like, there's other books right now. There was, like, I think I was yeah. reading the Mars one around.
0: No. Was that? I was reading some sci-fi book at the time that took my interest. Okay. But. Yeah, I've been into sci-fi lately. Um, oh, my God, I saw <laughs> So it was TikTok this week, and it was like so the new Dune movie is coming out. Oh wow! Uh, I wanna like as someone who almost exclusively had crushes on nerds growing up, I want to be a Dune girl so bad. Like I just I want to be that cool girl who like loves Dune. But it was like a Mary Kate Ashley Olsen like old movie clip, and they're just like sand. We love sand. Like I love sand. It's like that's what Dune, and they're like this is what Dune sounds like. I'm like. And the thing was, Zendaya was in it, so I'm like, cool, she's awesome. Apparently, she wasn't in it that much. And like, what I heard. If like, I'm going for it, I'm going for Zendaya, yeah. you know? And, like, also, I just, I get Mad Max, Fury Road, and Dune really mixed up. Yeah, it's because I wear bananas, And there's so much sand. Like, yeah. I, I get the joke. So, I'm like, I, <laughs> I want to be Dune girly. Maybe someone will sell it to me. But, like, I just, it's not my thing. But I saw that TikTok, and I was like, that is my brain. I'm like, there's so much sand. <laughs> Sarah, when your screen goes dark. Okay, I'm... If you ever hear like a little tap on the audio, I'm scared that the recording has stopped uh, for whatever reason. How's your battery? You're good. You're oh, it's good. it's good. It's
1: a newer phone to me. It's not a dinosaur anymore. So yeah, well, do you want
0: me to turn the screen on? No, it's okay. It's I okay. trust it. Um. Okay. What else? What else is new in your life? Oh, we were going to do our favorite thing in 2023. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your favorite? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I always throw it to you first. Sorry. Um. And you're so quick with it too. <laughs> I'm like, take it away. And you just jump. You're so good at it. Okay. Oh, let me think. Oh, art group. That's easy. Oh, oh, that's starting 23. Yeah. And it was like, it was such a weird time in my life when I started going. Um, and it's just going somewhere and doing hobbies with people is like, if I could tell anyone to do anything, it's like, go do that. yeah. Um, yeah that was definitely my favorite thing because it's like it also permeated in other parts of my life like I was seeking out hobbies that were with other people like band stuff like I would never think about joining a band yeah before that but I'm like once you and also I would say too like if you get the chance to jump into situations with people who are better at stuff than you are Mm -hmm. take it like oh my god take that opportunity because like that stuff just rubs off on you and like also it's nice to see people that are really talented at stuff just be like Normal people, you know, mm-hmm. like stop putting people on pedestals. Like, especially with like hobbies and stuff, just go ask them questions and like learn from them. And just sit around people who do what you like to do, and you will make friends in that group. You know, I have never. Okay, first of all, someone gatekeeps, don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> that is such a good rule
1: <laughs> because anybody else who's really loves their hobby, I have seen them overjoyed to talk about it yes! and teach. Oh, so that's
0: so beautiful. <laughs> God, that's so good. Okay, yeah. So mine is just like I guess in like the broader scope doing hobbies again. Cause like that's, I, I love to like, I have jumped to a lot of different jobs and like, I think the problem was I didn't have hobbies. And so I expected Mm -hmm. my jobs to be everything. It needed to be, yeah, all my fulfillment, all my money, all my joy, everything. And like jobs, you should love your job. If you Mm -hmm. hate your job, that sucks. But like, (laughs) that sounded so insincere. (laughs) I'm like, sucks to suck. But no, I mean like, sometimes jobs are a means to your hobbies Mm -hmm. and like have a thousand hobbies and like a job you like rather than like making your job be your hobby, I guess if it is, and that's beautiful and you like it, that's great. Um, But like just leaning into hobbies this year has really, I don't know. It's like my life doesn't feel like it's so dire anymore. It's like the pressure is off and I can just go enjoy stuff I want to do, you know? and like, I, I don't know. You probably think the same way, but like it kind of
1: dawned on me because Ben and I were talking like a while back. How important it's to have like three or four hobbies. Yes. Because like you're not always gonna feel like doing your one hobby. And so like I love reading, embroidery, practicing French, and like yeah, when I get a piano again, I'll do piano. Oh my god, your embroidery is. By oh, the way, like, that and some spooky podcast man. Mm-hmm. So but sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to look at that embroidery right now. And yeah. I don't love it. It means that, like, right now on Tuesday, I don't feel like doing it. Yes. I'd rather go do reading or something like that. So. And
0: I feel like for our generation, I know a lot of my friends because we are like the social media generation. Like, mm-hmm. we are attention spans. If they weren't pulled before, like with phones, <laughs> they are everywhere. That is where it's so good to have multiple hobbies because like yeah. I, my attention span, I'm like watching paint dry is so hard for me. Like I ruined so many paintings because I can't wait for the layers to dry. So if I just like set that down and then go dance or go take a walk, it's like just even moment to moment being able to bounce between hobbies, like get biodiversity in your life, like in hobbies in whatever in friends. And I don't know. It's just, it's so good for your brain. You know, it's, it's a silly question, but can you blow dry the paint? Yeah, there's like a heat gun that I could use. Um, I know that ruined it or not? It would would be great. Thank you for the great suggestion. Because my (laughs) brain is like, well, got to go in more. Like, what does paint need but more wet paint? Like, what could happen bad here?
1: (laughs) It'll cancel each other out. It'll come dry.
0: (laughs) And I think, too, like, stumbling towards your goals. Like, there are so many paintings that I've wanted to give up on. And, like, I just don't. And then I like it at the end. So, like, Mm. for whatever you're doing for French, for whatever hobby... Just like keep sucking until you don't suck, and like eventually it will get easier, you know.
1: As somebody who like, and I'm not I'm trying to put myself down, I rarely come by anything easy. Mm. I'm just <laughs> living living in that zone. Like it's so yeah, about. nothing's easy when I first start, and so. I'm, it's so interesting people are like oh it's hard I'm like everything's hard like oh for you it's not like that's crazy that's crazy some people just come by stuff easy
0: (laughs) you say that but like I just don't think that you have traditional things that people (laughs) it's like it might like learning language that is hard for everybody I mean unless you like have already learned languages it's apparently easier but it's like the things that you do that come easy to you are I think you just don't cherish them or like you don't think that they're like cool but stuff comes easy to you (sighs) like finding really good kitten photos Huh. knock it out of the park on that <laughs> and I'm not even lying it's ho- sometimes I send like 10 minutes looking for cat photos for you and then you'll send a hilarious cat photo and I'm like where did she have this things like that that I struggle with you know like or cleaning I know that that doesn't seem like a cool hobby but like I since we were kids like I remember one cleaning day mom and dad being like what just watch Sarah just hold a rag and look at what your sister does and I was just like I don't understand it like I don't know how she could think so Gotta Like, I just, like, but because it, it's, like, it's not maybe a traditional cool hobby, but it's, like, your house isn't, or, like, your homemaking skills. Like, mm. let me just say, set the scene really quick. There is an apple cinnamon candle between us. I am under two, like, a knitted blanket, another blanket. I just made coffee with your beautiful coffee stand. Like, Sarah has tucked me in and made me feel welcome, and that does not come naturally to people. Pinterest, baby. Pinterest. Pinterest. Stop. <laughs> no, no you are always, Sarah has been like this since she was an infant, I think. So, just, even though sometimes it's not, like, maybe a hobby, you do, stuff does come naturally to you. That does not, mothering does not come naturally to a lot of people. And I
1: guess it's to, like, like, it's very sweet. But, like, kind of off your point, like, as somebody who struggles with maybe a lot of the hobbies I want to mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. It, it's fine. You survive just fine. <laughs> yeah. And you, like, you're never bored because you're always learning. So, like, yeah. I'm grateful when something is,
0: like, hard because I'm like, oh, thank God, I got something to do. That's you know? such a cool way to look at that. So, yeah. And I think, too, if you're, like, if you're used to struggle, that means everything is on the table for you. Yeah. Because if you're scared to <laughs> struggle, you don't do it. But if you're like, well, it's gonna be fucking hard, like, like what is it? What is it? <laughs> you're not gonna be dark. Like, but... Sarah is so smart and talented and cool, and you're acting like you're just like, you're not good. <laughs> But I I see what you're saying. It's like if something is a struggle, but you're used to that. It's like mm-hmm. you can throw life can throw anything at you. You know, it's like the best tool you can have. Yeah. Oh, beautifully said, man. I've missed you. <laughs> Put these quotes in some
1: Pinterest boards for us, please. Yeah. Send them back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. If anyone wants to do like a nice decorative font of like some quotes, <laughs> we'll just repeat them a few times. <laughs> to write that down. Write that down. Write it down. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Um. Do you want to get into questions? I was leaning to look at the time it probably got so loud in people's ears I'm like yelling into the microphone um oh I just thought streaming with this is not crackling right it's No, candle. that'd be like a nice fireplace sound if they do hear it okay and awesome. also it's not like a wood crackling one yeah if they can hear the candle going <laughs> somebody get them some kind of job where they have good listening because that would yeah. be super impressive um okay is there anything else have you any media you want to talk about or like anything you've been watching eating anything cool you want to recommend before we jump into questions um <clears throat> not that I can really think of i started watching american gods mm. um how was that did you read the book no i wanted wow. to i know sarah that, that is happens. something <laughs> you don't know sarah is like a diehard. read the book before watch the show
1: because here's the thing uh yes. for good omens because by neil gaiman and terry, terry Pratchett. Project. american gods
0: i think it's just neil gaiman Oh, sorry, I thought you were saying Good Omens. American Gods is Neil Gaiman, yes. Oh, that's a great book, though. Have you read it? Mm -hmm. American Gods, I wanted to read it, but I was like,
1: okay, I don't know. Okay, so I'm always like, I read the book first and then watch the show because it always helps me understand it. Mm -hmm. For Good Omens, I don't know if that was the case. I don't know if I was more confused or less confused having read the book first, which doesn't make sense to me, but I was worried it was going to happen with American Gods. I wasn't super invested, and like I started watching the show, and my tolerance for like gore and, like, intensity in shows has dropped way down I'm like what about some new girls modern family yeah same but it's like I almost stopped watching it at the end of the first season because it was so good but I felt so tired after watching it really and I was like and it was so addicting and I was like I just don't know if I want to like what network is it um
0: it's it BBC I don't know the network or where do you watch it Amazon oh okay god Amazon has like the weirdest shows so weird, but it was so
1: good. And then I was like, I'm I'm not going to watch it. It's, it's good, but it's like taking too much energy. Like I can watch Handmaid's Tale yeah, once a year. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like I've been in a
0: season of like depression.
1: Yeah, but then I'm like, I'm good. And then Ben was telling me what happened in the season finale and the start of the next episode I'm like Girl, I went right back into watching it. Damn! Now I want to watch it's it. Good, like it's just addicting
0: to watch. You yeah, know? but it's very intense and like—is it pretty? Like the cinematography? <gasps> I feel like it would be beautiful, it knowing is. how that book feels like aesthetically. Yeah, and you might enjoy it more
1: and not be so freaked out because you know what's. Yeah, like, everything's going on and stuff, but. Yeah. Oh,
0: now I want to. Wa- I've been looking <sighs> for a new show, so I'm and excited. Before log in, we got the first two seasons oh sweet so. okay how many seasons are there I think three is it still going or is that it
1: I don't know I'm always going to check in case I see a spoiler yeah So I'll God, check at the I, end of season three
0: <laughs> I kind of love that stage though where I like refuse to google stuff because I'm like <laughs> it makes me use my brain but also it like lets me have like live in a little bit of suspension of belief I guess because I'm like it's yeah. yeah it's like I, me and dad have been doing this thing where like we'll ask each other stuff and we won't let each other google it
1: so, Ooh. like, we couldn't
0: remember the name of this Seattle Mariners player that was, like, big when when we first moved here. Um,
1: oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. And we've... That's
0: weird. Uh, last <laughs> night, we said his name. And it was so... Oh, Ichiro. I think oh. that was him. Um, But I can't remember his last name. But anyway, or first name. I, I don't know who it was. But I, clearly not a baseball fan. <laughs> um, but we were talking about it, and, like oh my god dad just kept reaching for his phone and I was like don't you dare like our brains know things if we give them a chance yes. and I walked away and then like five seconds later he yelled it out he was like <laughs> I remember and then he told me last night the name in one ear not the other but like if it was a Kardashian I'd probably remember you yeah. know but like whatever floats <laughs> your boat but um
1: it's so satisfying to remember on your like we'll, we'll yes. research stuff we're like we're gonna remember this oh we
0: talked uh, we were talking about like we were last night me and dad were watching Big Bang Theory and we were like trying to sort the cast into Hogwarts houses. Why wasn't I on the phone with well, you Well, we tried to use you as a reference because we couldn't remember who Luna Lovegood's house was. Um, and do you remember? We Oh, of course she did. Because, <laughs> like, Dad went to Google it. And I'm like, don't you dare. And I'm like, just text Sarah. Like, Sarah is a living, walking, I am, or, like, encyclopedia for Harry Potter. Um, so, yeah, we were casting. We didn't really agree on much on the casting. Um, but it was fun. I love to see. I just, I love to sort people into Hogwarts oh. houses. I and I want to retake that. the Pottermore quiz because I'm a lifelong Slytherin, but I think in my 30s, I'm not. Well, maybe, maybe I am. But I think the traits that I found endearing in my 20s, I maybe don't find endearing in my 30s. Yeah. So I'd like to resort. But Slytherins can be good, you know? Yeah. And Reputation, I have a complicated feeling about the Taylor Swift Reputation album. So that makes me... Is that, that like Slytherin me, um There's a lot of snakes on it and it's just very like bad girl album mm. and i used to i'm gonna be honest i used to judge people who said that reputation was their favorite album i'm like oh they're probably crazy um <laughs> but now i've re-listened to it and like i just think she was going through a difficult time in her life and i like a lot of those songs so yeah. I I like journaling, you like journaling look back like don't judge yourself for writing that down it's just yeah. what was happening at the time whoa going back and reading old journals Like, you know, not what you say sometimes, (laughs) like, oh my God, like it's, but I, I'm grateful to have that paper trail of myself to be like, okay, that's like that again, Easter eggs. It's like writing your own Easter eggs for future you, you know, it's so fascinating. Um, yeah, but okay. So you've been watching American Gods. Mm -hmm. Any books lately? You're always reading interesting stuff.
1: Um, okay. I started my first girly book. Like, Sophie Kinsella. (gasps) Kinsella. Sarah, that is so you! i wanted to read her for years because that girl, Regan, the booktuber I follow, Uh she was obsessed with her. Like She read, like, high fantasy, intense, long books, but also these, like, shopaholic books. Yeah. I couldn't find the shopaholic series, like, the first one, but I found her newest one called, like, The Burnout or something. Ooh! Is it a rom-com? Um, I think so. Cute! I love rom-com books. never read anything like this, but I was like, you know, I have, like, Seven and a half deaths of, of, oh, of Evelyn Hardcast, Hugo. Hugo. Yeah. Or no.
0: Hardcastle. I know. I was thinking I was Why? Hugo. Can we? Can I? No. You finish your story. <laughs> okay. This is my rant. It, within a few years of each other, mm-hmm. two books came out. One was the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, mm-hmm. one of my favorite books of all time. The second one was the Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Evelyn Hardcastle. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> who like talk to each other before you publish that and like the thing is it wasn't even like one wasn't well known and one was they were both huge on god. the internet and like in bookshops and so what the fuck like that is when people say that ideas are like circulatory like we all kind of share a collective idea and if like if you don't make it somebody else well what the fuck like i'm so confused on those there was a third one that came
1: out and i meant to tell you about it oh my just god something. but i don't know what the title was but i remember it was it had a seven
0: and it had of somebody. Oh, my God. Enough. Like, what is this? I know. Two is enough, you guys. Like, <laughs> give it five years and then rewrite it. Okay, it's sorry. It's the
1: one thing I've ever seen you
0: missay say. Like, yes. over and over. Because <laughs> who
1: wouldn't get it confused? <laughs> it's it's like, so confused. It never messes up her words. And that was, like, one. <laughs> But I like to read, like, five books at once kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so there's a Sophie Kinsella one. I think that's how I say it. Um... Oh, the True Blitz series. I am obsessed with that. Oh, Actually, the, the like, Sookie I are, are so love good. It. I read that. I'm reading that one. Um, the Evan Hardcastle one. A comic book that Ben... Oh, by N.K. Jennings. I think it was her name. Jennings? Mm-hmm. She's writing another book that I'm reading, but she also wrote a comic book, and Ben had it. And he's like, oh, there's an oh. author. She wrote this one.
0: What so. did... Shh. N.K. Jennings. What one am I thinking of where there's like um a skyline on the cover? Mm-hmm. It's like the city... Is it the it's one where, like, fierce. the cities are, like, personified? Like, New- the New York boroughs have personalities and they, like, fight crime or something? I think
1: she ha-
0: does that one. <laughs> I love that you just turned around to your giant bookshelf <laughs> yes. and you're like, let me grab that for you really quick. The City We Became. Yes. And it looks like a comic book superhero cover? Yes. Yes. How is that book? I've always wanted to read it. I actually haven't started yet. I'm, starting, I'm starting, sorry. I'm trying to, like, turn back to the- Oh, the handle. microphone.
1: That's okay. <laughs> so, I haven't read the City once, but I'm currently reading, um, the-
0: the fifth
1: season. I
0: heard. Oh my god! <laughs> How did I not realize that that's and that's the same person? Yeah, I think NK James, right? That's her name. Yeah, NK James. Whoa. Okay, now was that the one that would we? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by the Vancouver Barnes and Noble, but you know who we're gonna talk oh about? My God. I was
1: thinking about her the other day. Our <laughs>
0: angel, impl- I just like I miss her. I've been to Barnes Noble in a while. I How just want to go. Like- know
1: her name is insulting.
0: <laughs> this is so crazy, but it's almost like funnier because she's like this like magi or something like. And uh, you guys, I'm not kidding. I don't think I've ever been to Barnes and Noble with Sarah where she doesn't come out. Like, and we will just be like, we'll be like and she's like hey what are you looking for like we and she just comes out of the woodwork guns lasing, here. she's like follow me to this section and then she'll give you like a 10 minute like amazing explanation of these books but was that when we picked up that book that was and then well okay what was the book that we were talking about and that guy was like when is the third book coming out it's the um the one that we love with kvothe or quoth oh name of the, the wind, wind. Name of the Wind. And then that guy, there was like a guy like kneeling down on a book and he was like, are you guys talking about Name of the Wind? Like yes! that book brings, if you don't like fantasy or you don't think you like high fantasy, it's. What I wouldn't that say that it's book? high fantasy. It's just a good story. It feels like pop culture high fantasy. Um, Name of the Wind is, I recommend that book to anyone who's like wants to dabble into fantasy.
1: And every person
0: I've heard who read the next one said the second one's even better. I need to... Have you I read it? No. I started it. I started it like I think immediately after reading it, but it has been like ten years since I read Name of the Wind. Mm. But I can I say something cheesy? I wanna reread it, but I wanna reread it with someone. I love Like that. I'm so jealous that you guys like read out loud to each other. That's oh, how I like
1: physically been. read it out loud. Yeah. Oh, like
0: nice. I I want to like read it out loud with somebody. Because I just yeah. reading by myself is <laughs> that's so depressing. But it's so lonely sometimes. <laughs> no,
1: like, yeah, I get that. it's very,
0: it's like an isolating hobby, you know? Yeah. So, and especially fantasy. I just feel like, maybe, I guess I'll put audiobooks in four. I was going to say, like, I <laughs> act like this is a, I'm like, how will I ever hear it if not from the lips of someone I love? It's like, literally audible. Also, can I say, like, God bless the people who are on YouTube who will make their own audiobooks by mm-hmm. reading it. And I love that they film themselves reading it, because it feels so comforting. It's so comforting, yeah. So I would like to reread that, but maybe at a later time in life. But if you've never read Name of the Wind, oh. dude. I'm just shocked that I didn't put together that N.K. Gem- Is it Jem or Jemison? Jemmings. I just looked. Oh, not even either one <laughs> that I was saying.
1: Uh, I was saying Jem, G-E-M. Okay. Oh, wait.
0: Jemison. Jemison.
1: J E M I F I N.
0: Jemison. Okay.
1: okay. I jemison. cannot believe. But
0: also, like, I feel like typically fantasy doesn't, like, fantasy writers are fantasy writers. I know. Did you read the city once? No. Oh. And I didn't know she had, is it a graphic novel or like a comic book? I thought they were the same thing. I don't know. I think graphic novels like longer.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's, that. it's thick and it's like, um, yeah, comic book.
0: Can up, I borrow but... that sometime? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know if it's a whole series, but. Great. Okay.
1: Anyways, that's the that's media I'm consuming. What
0: about you? you? <laughs> um, I've watched a lot of movies, a lot of Disney in the last month. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Elemental? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. I've watched it like three times this I month. I loved it. I really love it.
1: I have a little, um, we even got McDonald's afterwards and I got a oh. little element of the fire guys. Oh, cute. I have on my desk at work. Oh, the
0: dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so cute. Um, oh, you know what's back on mm. F1 Drive to Survive. Mm. <laughs> this season is good. Um, okay, if you haven't seen F1 Drive to Survive, there's gonna be some spoilers for the season, but also it is a year behind. So, like, we watched the mm-hmm. 2023 season in 2024. Um, as always, Verstappen versus what do they put in that kid? Max Verstappen has won like every race, like every Grand Prix he wins. It's crazy. It used to be like Lewis Hamilton and then there was like Ferrari or Red Bull at the top um and now Verstappen is just like insane. he is just winning everything um for Red Bull so and it's also um this is okay, Daniel, do you know have you watched any of it? He's like one episode. Okay. Did you, do you know who Daniel Ricciardo is? Mm-hmm. Okay. My favorite. He was kind of just having a rough go of it. He like won a championship with Red Bull. Is kind of the reason I, in my belief that Red Bull is like as big as they are now. And then he was on McLaren and then I think he got canned from McLaren. Um, and this, I really like Christian Horner, who is the principal, which is like the, like the, the coach or like head person on a team. So he's the principal for Red Bull and he basically took Daniel Ricciardo and just said, like, why don't you, after you get fired from McLaren, why don't you just, like, follow me around for a year? Like, and he's like, has him bringing his camera so he can take pictures of the team. He's, like, in the box with them. So they're, like, he's on the headset and everything. Um, and he basically was kind of, like, see if you love the sport. Like, see where it goes. And you know, like, when players get the yips, like, in baseball? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like he got the yips. That's what I feel. Um, and, spoiler alert... In 2023, he got to go back into a car, which is so exciting. Um So we're just like at the port where like they're gonna be getting him back in a car. Um, but it's just like seeing not only seeing somebody that they love like get to do what they love again, but also like I'm just so impressed by Christian's ability to like see that it's not just about being in the car for him. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just I feel like he is the people kind of think he's like a little bit of a jerk, but like I just think he's good at his job and also like takes people under his wing to be like hey this sport is more than just you sitting in a race car yeah. like it's the team it's the pit crew it's the commentary it's the photography like it's all of it so i him. just yeah and lewis hamilton oh you lewis hamilton i nah actually i don't think he'd be your favorite i'm trying to think of who your favorite driver <laughs> would be but lewis hamilton has just like such a beautiful calming energy like oh. and he's so talented and so humble um I don't know why I wanna feel like Pierre Gasly would be your favorite. <laughs> and he's a specie spicy. Like he is he's got a bit of a bite to him, but I feel like you would love that. Like I just feel and he's so competitive too. Ooh, Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. I just I don't know. I feel like you would love Pierre Gasly.
1: <laughs> I heard there's like a NASCAR one coming out too. It's dad sounded so excited. I'm so happy. Dude, for him. <laughs> so me and my dad well, okay,
0: I started watching it. I was like an anti-NASCAR person. Um and then I got into F1. And again, I'm not... An, I don't follow F1 during the season. I, like, literally wait until the show comes out, and then I rewatch it, you know, because <laughs> I'm a sports stories girl. I'm not a sports yeah. girl. We've talked about this. Um, but when we were... And then I live with my parents, and so whenever I turn it on, my dad will, like, walk by and then sit down <laughs> for five episodes. So, like, my dad and I loved watching watch the show together. Um, and this year, they have a NASCAR one that is identical to the format of it like it is it's the f1 it's show your gateway. yeah f1 exactly was actually <laughs> f1 was my gateway to being a nascar girl um oh and danica patrick is a commentator for f1 oh, so really? she's on the show yeah and it was so funny because she popped up and dad goes oh that sure looks like and then it was like danica patrick and he was like there we go <laughs> um but we're gonna watch this one after we're done with that and i'm actually excited because if I'm watching a car go around a track, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, like, learning who the driver is and their family, I care, you know? Oh,
1: wow. That's so
0: cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let you guys know how the NASCAR one is. But we saw a few episodes left f one. So. Nice. Okay, so I think we should jump into questions. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> let me set the scene a little bit. So this is our first ever call-in show. Think Frasier. Yeah. Right? We're- Always think Fraser. Always think Fraser. <laughs> so we're, we're going for. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe. Um, but because it's 2024, we are doing voice memos. Um. So we have a lot of questions and I'm gonna pull them up on my phone. My iPhone's white. I didn't know that. Oh, I know. Oh, you're new one. Yeah, my phone. Have you ever gotten the SOS message on your phone? No. Me either. I didn't know it was existed. SOS? It save our souls, Sarah. Like it was I got SOS. It would be say like no sim activated. My phone basically went offline. Um, which If you know me, Sarah, Sarah (laughs) would like truly take herself out to dinner to celebrate if her phone (laughs) went offline. I was, I actually wasn't that stressed, but I was like, it's, it's just not working. Like all I could do was make emergency calls. Um, so I went into Verizon and like a
1: faulty chip thing.
0: Um, it was like my SIM card, just whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, but I went to Verizon and the guy was great. Um, and I upgraded in like half an hour. So did you get an Apple Watch? No, no, because my phone wasn't eligible. For, I thought I was eligible for an upgrade, and it wasn't. So I'd have to like pay it off, and mm. then I would get a promotion. So I, he was like, "If you just don't want a promotion, you can just trade it in or whatever." So mm-hmm. I don't know, that's what I did. I kind of wanted an iPad because I really want to get into like graphic design. Yeah. But I I wasn't eligible for a promotion where it would like make it worth it, and I was like, it does give me an excuse to keep using. I like paints. I like like hand materials. So yeah, I'm like the more technology i have in my hand the least likely i am the less likely i am to go paint so yeah it's good for me um okay so i had the list written out but i'm just gonna go through our messages what was that breaks oh my god (laughs) okay um and play so let's start with i think ross was the first person and i'll kind of give you like a little background on who sends them so ross sarah and i actually all worked at the same tech company together in sales you just he was on my team oh ross Ross. yeah so um (laughs) Sarah and I started like three weeks apart from each other. So she was on a different team and then we were on the same team for a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Um, but Ross was on a different team. We started in training and then we got separated, but we stayed friends. Um, Ross is great. If you need a friend at work to be on the Slack channel with, <laughs> Ross. We, we and Ross literally would talk all day about absolutely nothing. Like I, and when you're working in tech sales, it's such a grind, dude. Like you are getting hung up on, okay. you are getting like the door slammed in your face on the phone um and then me and Ross would just like send albums to each other like I cannot recommend this guy enough it's like a he friend was
1: and I think he would
0: talk to me he's like hey you can be sister and I was like hey. yeah I, I love to like friend matchmake I'm like Sarah and Ross would be besties um so thank you Ross okay and I'm gonna make sure my volume's up all right so first question out the gate okay also if we're Frasier who is Frazier and who's Ross I feel like I'm Ross and you're Fraser. yeah do you want to be Ross no okay good it's too much work I just want to answer questions. <laughs> okay okay this is ross's question all right oh i googled i said ross's question oh (laughs) but it's ross (laughs) sorry okay hilarious okay let me start over Uh... weirdest icebreaker questions so what is the worst slash most boring movie you've ever seen okay do you want to go first or you want me to go first I'm so curious about yours. Okay, I can't think of the most boring movie I've ever watched because it's already gone with my brain. Like, (laughs) if if it's boring, I probably walked away from it. I will say, the worst movie I've ever watched is a movie that I love that I discovered about a month ago. And that is Journey to Bethlehem, which we (laughs) talked about. Okay, this movie has my number. This is a Christian movie, um, which I believe in God. Ah, Christianity, sometimes I have some problems, as please we all do. Yeah, they're, Christianity leaves something to be desired. That's a great way to put it. Um, but this is like a Christian musical based on the And let me tell you, it is the Journey to Bethlehem story. That They're not lying. It is about Mary and Joseph. Um, if you don't know, <laughs> Mary had a baby, technically out of wedlock, um, but in a God way. Um, and this is the story about her meeting Joseph, him taking her on as a pregnant wife, and then their journey to Bethlehem. And let me tell you, they ride off into the Sun, to Bethlehem. Boom, movie's done. Like it is truly. It's actually like, you know the rest. <laughs> I- yeah, <laughs> they're like you know what happens after that. Um, I think I adore it so much because Milo something, the actor that plays uh, Joseph, in my head Joseph is in his forties with a. Big beard and like he would work for a construction company in modern day, but in this version he's like a cute young twenty something and like awkward. Like they really play up the awkwardness of this situation.
1: Well, if you watch
0: Nativity Story, like, is the oh, This is this is crazy. <laughs> Sarah loves the Nativity Story. Only person I've ever met who loves that movie with their whole heart. Um, and I love it. it's like if Oh Brother were Art Thou, which Sarah also likes. Had a baby with this and Cobra cat Like it is so up your alley, but the music is so good. It's good I am like a show tunes musical girly, and so like the music got me in, and I was like, Well, I gotta watch this, this looks adorable. I've said this before to Sarah. This movie cost $45 to make, and $43 of that was sent on getting Antonio Banderas. Why was Antonio Banderas in this movie? I no mean, all the different
1: like spy kids, right?
0: Yes he was in this movie <laughs> i thought you kept saying the wrong name for a long like she you something. you thing. think i would like was, what was he doing in this like weird it felt like an indie film was
1: he the king or a wise man
0: yes he was the king i could see that the wise man hilarious like what a fun little <laughs> sidetrack that was um but i just want to tell you what a whiplash these songs were because the one there was like the king's son and i know king solomon is that who that is i think so okay That's Antonio Banderas, like hilariously evil, like twisted mustache kind of evil guy. But there's this one song break of his son singing. Okay. You know that Muse song that it's like, they will be victorious. Imagine that with like guys doing a TikTok dance with like, not swords, swords maybe. I can't explain it. Like machetes kind of in a cave somewhere. Love it. It was the most confusing, I would say probably worst movie I've watched in a long time. And I'd watch it at any point. Like, <laughs> I, And the music is so sweet in that movie. So I'm going to say that's the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. But
1: I do recommend it. Can I say one that I thought you would
0: say? Yeah. That you didn't finish. Funny People? Is that the one? That I walked out and went to yes. Barnes & Noble? <laughs> yes. I, that, I was going to do that. But I think seeing it now, I might appreciate it more. Okay.
1: Um, that was pretty bad. I guess it wasn't for a teenager. <laughs> I saw it.
0: Yeah, and it was like about cancer. Yeah. Like, no, nobody wants to sit through that when you're a teenager. No.
1: Especially when the other one was like, what's that movie you are going to see? It was more interesting.
0: I don't know. Probably anything would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, that's a, that's a good one.
0: Thanks. That's so what about you? <laughs>
1: um, okay. Objectively, I'm sure this movie's great. It wasn't for me, though. Okay. Sphere? What's Sphere? It was that. Remember when you. Me, ben and zach we had like a movie
0: mm-hmm. thing where like we pick one thing from the previous movie and have to basically yes. off that okay can i explain that a little bit yeah <laughs> we did this like movie night thing with our friends it, i think we should do this again yeah. so you had to trace the movie that you picked next to the movie from the week before so it could be like this is a bruce willis movie this is a different one or like this is a sci-fi movie about a disease this is a disease sci-fi movie different and i think that's like yeah. a fun way to carry that on it was really fun.
1: And I don't know. I just...
0: It, it was, sucked.
1: For me. It was not something I would have ever picked. Like, I think yeah. I would have enjoyed a book about it. But I was like, touch this fear. I don't care. I mean, do something. Like <laughs> do just it. End it. Do- like, I just did not like that movie. But I, like, looking back, and, like, I see why people love it. And I see why yeah. it's good and intriguing. It just wasn't my pace.
0: You can, like, objectively say it's good, but still hating it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I just remember that was the only time I was, like, actively, like, how is this movie not over yet? Wow. Yeah.
0: You you do have a better attention span for movies than I do, I feel. But it had all the things.
1: If someone told me about the movie, I'd be like, yeah, I'd want to see that. But actually seeing it, I did not like it. Interesting. I,
0: I guess I watched that with you, but I don't really remember. Yeah. I was I thinking think about... I my in it what i I love her her. i remember some famous woman yeah i think was her can we recommend a queen latifah movie that is great the (laughs) The holiday that movie is so good (laughs) LL cool j oh man i love that movie okay next up this is from my ex-boyfriend um my favorite ex-boyfriend joel and we (laughs) dated i'm gonna give you i'll I'll just give you like fun little backgrounds we dated for eight days um (laughs) and he is a huge movie person like he has a movie podcast the other day I was like I think he was sick or he was like I don't I don't remember his wife was out of town or something but he was like oh yeah I watched like 20 movies during that week oh like because he didn't he used to watch one every single day pretty much yeah like, that was so cool I always think about him when I think about movies I know <laughs> I, yeah that's so nice yeah he's um and he has a great podcast voice like yeah. you're gonna hear it you're gonna be like oh my god <laughs> great voice um but I think it's so funny because we saw the movie Boyhood the night before we broke up. Um, I think we saw it at the Hollywood. And have you? Do you know the premise of the movie Boyhood? So it's got Ethan Hawke in it, and it was shot over ten years with the same actors. So it starts when a kid is like ten, or I guess eight. And then it ends with him going to college. And every year the actors came back and shot scenes. So you grew up with the kid in the movie. Oh my God. It's an amazing concept. I really like Ethan Hawke's work too. Um, and we left that movie two different vibes. I was like coming of age story. I can't (laughs) wait to grow old with somebody. Joel was like, I have to dump this girl. (laughs) Like we just, that coming of age story really split us in half. Um, But we stayed really good friends. He's one of my best friends. Um, And And so and his
1: sibling have a podcast, right?
0: Yeah, him and his sibling have a podcast that is so cool. I'm going to plug it. Um, It's called Sunday School Cinema. So they grew grew up... up, Yeah, like really a great name too. They grew up super religious and they had like a movie club where they would watch movies as a youth group and like I think with their dad. Um, So some were religious, some were not. And now... In their 30s, they're re-watching them as non-religious people and then seeing what has changed. So some of them are, like, really bad propaganda movies. And then other ones are, like, just good movies. Um, and then they also spend the second half of their podcast talking about what they're watching and listening to. And this is a flex. They do not do spoilers except for the one piece of content they're watching a week. That's huge. And they talk about, like, 20 things an episode and no spoilers. So, and he's, I cannot, seriously cannot recommend his podcast voice enough um okay are you ready ready and joel has a two-part question so we'll i'll play the whole thing and then we'll answer hang on i gotta gotta (laughs) set my coffee down to get this microphone
1: hello kimberly and sarah i've got a couple questions for you i'm breaking your rules i have two questions Mm -hmm. my first question is if you could prove the existence of any cryptid in the world and then you could be friends with them which one would you choose and then on a, a similar note, because uh, as as you know, I have to make everything about movies, and the Oscars are coming up next week. Uh, if you could if you could be friends with with any of the uh, the Oscar nominees for any of the acting categories this year, who would you choose and why?
0: Okay, great, great question. I really like the creativity in these ones. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start?
1: Um, I'll start. Okay.
0: You start with the cryptid, and then I'll start with the Oscars.
1: Okay. I was doing these questions last night with Ben, like, fun, you know, here's the answer, this one was easy for me, mermaids, I'm, oh my god, <laughs> I
0: forgot mermaids, ex- well,
1: <laughs> we don't know that they exist, we don't know uh, how they do. don't we exist,
0: <laughs> just, I'm, I'm but found I I mermaids were a thing, damn, yeah, because
1: I, I heard they're kind of, like, notoriously mean, but one, <gasps> see, I this is why I think they. you like Pierre Gasly from F1, <laughs> I like them grumpy, you do, <laughs> but I, mermaids, I don't want to be friends with them, because mm-hmm. they wouldn't kill me. And they might let me become a mermaid. Yeah. And could be friends and I could
0: swim under the water. That is such a good answer. So, now, would they be like the scary Harry Potter mermaids? or like pretty... You'd, you'd pick pretty mermaids, probably. If I could, I'd pick pretty, but I'd take them as is. Yeah. You know, just, oh, that's really exist. nice. You're like, I just want to know you're out there. You yeah. Know? Now... If you could only befriend mermaids from one body of water and you had to live in that body of water, what would you choose? Arctic. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I'm like a Caribbean girl. (laughs) Put me somewhere on a warm beach and you are like killer whales, polar bears. Honestly, that's so you. Like so wintry. It looks so fun. Like all the colors. Yeah. What color would your tail be? thank you
1: for asking you're welcome (laughs) we've got the time you
0: tell the audience
1: it would be like a periwinkle lavender and teal can i just say this is
0: gonna (laughs) because you've already said it it's gonna sound like i'm lying i was gonna say periwinkle you're such a periwinkle girl yeah beautiful any glitter any pearls um pearls yes Mm -hmm. lots of pearls i have like um cap
1: sleeves or whatever they're called oh, they'd be like beautiful. Beautiful. oh my god and like a pretty little like bralette thing you should and be a mermaid for
0: Halloween me. be
1: what a mermaid for oh, Halloween I was a Barbie I was like that's random but okay <laughs> you're like thanks for interrupting me for no reason dude A <laughs> uh, mermaid would be fun if there were horse girls like I was the mermaid girl as a kid
0: <laughs> you so were do at
1: like, what you will but I was a mermaid girl.
0: you were definitely a mermaid girl and like but I feel like can I just say I and I mean this is my whole heart out of all my friends I played mermaid with in the pool you were the the truest to the story like the you held mermaid. your breath for the longest you had the longest hair you did the like body roll thing really well and you did it so often I always felt like can you watch can you watch <laughs> but I, can I say I never was bored like I was I, like I will gladly go into the water for five minutes and watch Serbia a mermaid <laughs> because it felt like watching a real mermaid oh that means yeah. so much. and we had a pool like a the in-ground pool we had Yes, it was
1: amazingly to up with yeah we
0: lived in San Diego for a while as kids, and so we had like everybody yeah, had cool a yeah. <laughs> and also, sorry, this is not nice, but if you have to be friends with a mermaid girl and watch her do impressions, or a horse girl and watch her do impressions, I mean <laughs> on land or sea, I'm gonna say in sea is a little bit more fun because you're also swimming. But if you're just watching your horse friend like gallop, it's not as <laughs> sorry. Also, it's not as fun. Horse girls
1: are mean.
0: They, they bite. They're mean. They, they, they mean. bite like horses, <laughs> and I'm talking literal. They'll chop your ass. Like I just feel like. I'm sorry, but also don't you feel like horse girls always got boyfriends first? But okay, I don't know a horse girl who wasn't like having three men knocking down her door. You know, yes. And but we worked at horse camp. I yeah, we got some credentials
1: here. I feel like yeah. there was one kid and okay. twelve horse girls always pining after him. You think? I feel like there's always he only was, like the, one stud boy. He the, was the stud of the
0: group. <laughs> <laughs> he was the stalling into all the horse girls. See, I don't feel that. I feel like there's
1: more cowboys out there. I feel. <laughs>
0: I feel like, I don't know what, I, and this is the thing, I will say, I think it's the passion. It's narrate the hobby or the interest. It's the thing, it's just if you light up about something, people flock to you. And my yes. God, if you love to be a horse girl, people will find you. You know, I love guess. finds love where there's light. I, mean, like so, if I
1: want a horse someday.
0: Yeah. I but you to a horse girl, but I want to work. That's like saying, I want to have a son. I don't want to be a boy mom. Yes. Like there's a hard line in the sand. If you're hashtag boy mom, if you're hashtag horse girl, like you're drawing a line in the sand. You're telling people you're, you're telling you're not showing. If you just own a horse, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I would love to like do some like leather work. Like saddle, oh, not it, simmer down. <laughs>
1: no, I just, I was like, why horses? I've forgotten. I love how you just <laughs>
0: keep thinking I'm like interrupting. Saying the most, <laughs> where you're like, where is that brain like, going the today? But Mark's
1: what are you into. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I mean like I just think like it, like um, embroidery on saddles or like leather burning is cool um, or painting. But yeah, I but I will say I'm being so serious. I never was bored watching you be a mermaid. You do it so well. Wow. Yeah. I'm so great answer, Sarah. What about you? I'm so curious about your cryptid. Loch Ness Monster. I don't even have to think about it. Because I no. feel like the world needs to know that Nessie exists. Like, don't yeah. you feel like that's... When we all were like, oh, aliens are real, we kind of were like, uh, I don't have to do that information. Nessie is like a beloved just sea animal, you know? Yes. And also, I don't know, I just... I just feel like we would vibe. And also, if we're going to be underwater, we could visit you. Yeah. If like, you I could... swim on your Nessie. Exactly. I could, like, ride Nessie, where horse girls and mermaids combine <laughs> is, like, riding the Loch Ness Monster. But we could come visit you. Well, I don't know. She seems... She doesn't seem like an ocean girl, because she's a lake person. Well, she can probably, like,
1: teleport, because she's magic.
0: You are just throwing cryptid lore <laughs> everywhere. We don't know that she can teleport, Sarah. That's wild. I'm talking... I'm thinking her body would not be okay in cold water, but I think as an Arctic mermaid, you would probably have to come visit us at the lake. I suppose that
1: water would be cold. But she's in, like, Scotland in water. Scotland. Yeah,
0: That's but it's not cool. the Arctic. Be yeah. nice, you know? You come visit us <laughs> once in caught. a while. We always invite you over and you never come. And, like, I feel like mermaids... I don't know. Because mermaids are half human. Mm-hmm. And so your core temperature could probably adjust a little better than, like, yeah. a lake. And also we don't know if she could survive in salt water we know you've been in a lake before you know yeah, so I, i've drank the battleground lake water you have survived the e. <laughs> e coli outbreak of bg lake so and also you're for long listeners this is no surprise but Sarah has got an iron stomach in, like, a dangerous way. Like, we always joke in our family that, like, if it's past the expiration date, it's not past Sarah's expiration date. Um, If I got sick off food, you've all been dead for hours. We have been dead for years. Like, Sarah has a crazy stomach. Um, So, yeah, Loch Ness Monster. I love that. I just love her. It's cute. Um, Okay. Oh, the nominee one? Oh, we're not even done. Yes. Okay. Uh, Emma Stone is mine this year. Okay. Best Supporting. I think she's doing, or not Best Supporting. Best actress, I don't know the categories, but I think she's, like, the main not-supporting actress for poor things, which I have no desire to watch. Oh, I really want to see it. What? Not really, but I want to see it. What? This is fascinating. Yeah. You want to see poor things? It's weird. You are an enigma to me. (laughs) Because I was like, that movie feels like it would make me feel unsettled and, like, you, I feel like, are more sensitive to, like, horror and gore and stuff. Yeah. But you want to see that, but I, you're such a weirdo. I love, like, Spooky paranormal. Huge. Last like, podcast okay. is your favorite podcast. Yeah. So, besides ours. <laughs> besides ours, duh. Sarah, you don't even listen to our episodes, do you?
1: <laughs> I do have to film the little characters for them, I love <laughs> that. I'll be like, huh,
0: that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> <That was> okay. <good." laughs> I love a good laugh with Kimmy. <laughs> anyway, back to every other podcast besides ours. Um I but yeah. had the plug on heads up. Oh, one. is that still going? Yeah, I think so. Dude I gotta catch up. Oh
1: episodes
0: um but Emma Stone for sure I just know we would giggle together that's pretty much my radar for like friends is if you're gonna make me laugh instant friend um and she is just such a light man I love her I like her what about you okay I feel bad because I meant to google this because I don't know hmm. the difference
1: between all the awards but good. I'm guessing Margaret Robbie was on there somewhere I don't think she was
0: or Barbie America Ferrera was oh let me check Tell us while I Google this, tell us why you would choose her. <laughs> because she seems fun. She's nice. Mm-hmm. And she listens to Harry Potter
1: every night. So I feel like we could talk about that.
0: Um, uh, no, she wasn't. Wow. Yeah. Who was then? Um, okay, so actress in a leading role was Annette Benning, Lily Gladstone. Oh, Lily Gladstone does seem cool as hell though. Um, she's in Killers of the Flower Moon with Leo. Um Oh, really? I love that. Okay. We'll talk about it after. Um, Sandra Hewler. Is the is the you with the two dots, is that how do you say that is that Uma? ooh like O O-O. O. you know the name of it i oh, think it's new big brain um hooler is that one here no it's not i thought
1: it
0: was okay <laughs> that's funny um <laughs> carrie mulligan and emma stone and then supporting actresses were emily blunt danielle brooks oh i forgot the color purple was out already right? i don't oh, um america ferrera jodie foster and devine joy randolph okay america ferrera I thought you... That's why i was surprised you didn't say that.
1: Because she reminds me of an American Girl doll come to life. Oh, beautiful. And i American Girl dolls. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think she'd be one of the most fun people to run errands with. You had to go to like, oh. Target
0: Starbucks. Oh my god, she would be a T.J. Maxx with us, yeah. for sure. she she'd be good to do errands with. Don't you also feel like she'd have the best coffee order? Yeah, and smell good. Oh, she would so smell good. That's so... Damn, good answer. Okay, you, me, America Ferreira, and Emma Stone. We're getting coffee. We're going to TJ Maxx. And then, like, maybe what other store would we go to together? Lunch. Oh, lunch for sure. And then. I feel like it would be like a Williams and Sonoma. Yes. Because they've got money, you know? Yeah, and I like, I want to know what a Williams and Sonoma smells like inside. You ever been inside one? No, have you? Yes, I finally went inside Does one. Does it smell as good as they say? No, I didn't smell it when I was in there, which I could wow. not believe. Sometimes, I i say this with light and love, sometimes I feel like your body is like weird. Like, what if your nose just shuts off, you know? Oh, my body. Your body relate. specifically. Yeah, I could believe that. You have some like, <laughs> like sometimes stuff just happens. You're like, oh, I haven't smelled for four days. I'm like what sarah like see a doctor what is happening so like i love you but sometimes your body just does weird things and i i can't as somebody who's like shares blood with you yeah i don't understand sometimes how you operate (laughs) that sounds like a a bird you you might be a cryptid you would be fine as a mermaid um okay next question is from our friend jessica um (laughs) she said a like zero second voice memo and she was like oh shit i forgot how to do this stuff <laughs> all right next up is our friend jessica oh i didn't even talk about her this is my flex that i'm gonna say for jessica she is one of okay at last count there was only 69 of them she nice. do you know it's that's great um do you know what a sommelier is mm-hmm. for wine she is a pomalier i was fascinated when i learned about that I, who knew that existed so she is literally like she has taken multiple tests to get certified in hard cider.
1: I, I have to say, I did not know this fact. And so I, I followed her on Instagram and I was uh, like, somebody get this girl a sponsor. Because <laughs> she truly <laughs> loves cider for the sake of cider. And I told Kimmy, she's like, yeah, because she's like, what's it called? She's Pumali. a pomolier. Yeah. I was like, oh. There's oh. like
0: somebody has got to cash in on this cash cow. This girl knows her cider. I know, yeah.
1: Good for her. She found a hobby. But I was like, oh, she's a professional. She so literally
0: does it. this, like, <laughs> for her dad. Yeah. I just think it is so, like, she she had to take like a written test and then there's like a taste test that you do and she's like she goes to like cider con this is what i'm talking about whatever lights you up is Mm -hmm. like you might it might seem like niche to you but like and i i don't really drink ciders that much fascinating i follow her blog like i love it all oh esther's blog is the name of her instagram and like blog if you want to follow her journey
1: I, whenever I see your pop on Instagram, I'm like, what cider we got today? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I go off, I love how she posts the
0: bottle too. Yeah.
1: Because like the hard work gets me so excited. and So I'll yes. take it off that. So. Next
0: too, she has also designed like labels for, I don't know if it was so for cider cool. or for beer, but I think she's also done like graphic. She's a graphic designer too. Wow. Um, and she's a consultant. She has every cool job that you can have and she's super nice. And her cats are great. <laughs> um, okay. So this is Jessica's question. I think my volume might be up too loud. There we go. This is Jessica,
1: and I have a question for you two lovely ladies. What is your hottest
0: take? I love that question. I, I all I love a girl that is like spill the tea right now. <laughs> yeah. First question. I okay. I can I know yours first because I want yours. I do not know how to answer this. Cause, okay, because Sarah can get a little spicy. <laughs> spicy, I will say. <laughs> I feel like this question was. It, this was meant for Sarah because your hot takes come out burning hot. Boil. But I, can I also say that when you explain yourself, I never think you're wrong. Sarah can come up with some hot takes, but she will always explain herself. Okay, I'm going to say mine. And this is going to make me sound really nice. And I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm just, I like, I'm not putting my head up someone's ass. I really believe this, especially in light of recent events that I've gone through. I'll just say, I don't think that there is anything that anyone can do that they shouldn't be forgiven for mm-hmm. like I and I know that <laughs> you are always so nice I always have <laughs> like, so mean about but it's not because sometimes people do some really fucked up stuff mm-hmm. and like but I just I believe that like you do not get to exist as a human without going through hardships Mm -hmm. and you are totally the villain in people's story like you can Mm -hmm. walk around thinking that you are like god's gift to mankind and you're a saint and you are the worst person in some people's eyes and so like i just think that is like a lesson that i've been learning in my 30s is like you might think you're doing it for the right reasons and you might be but like you could be hurting someone and so i just don't think I truly don't think that there is something that somebody can do that you shouldn't be forgiven for. Like you just need to know the rest of the story from them, you know? Like look outside your own perspective kind of thing. Yeah. Like get down. Like, I don't know if you're, especially I'm going to say something that's like polarizing, but not like crazy, like political stuff. Let's Mm -hmm. say I, I think that if you sit down and like break bread with someone Mm -hmm. and like have dinner with them and talk to them, you will find more commonality than you will. Like something that's, I don't know. Like, you'll you'll find the human in other people when you get to talk to them. And even if it's, like, the worst thing in the world you can imagine, it's, like, you could not fathom even looking somebody in the eye who believes this or who has done this. If you get to know them as a human, you will find more in common. And, like, also, they might be thinking the same thing about you. And you're mm-hmm. walking around thinking that you're doing the right thing, and so are they. Like, everyone in general is thinking that they're doing the right thing. Even the wrong thing is, like, they probably – their heart was in the right place. So I'm just yeah. – but I, like – I don't want to downplay anything that anyone's, somebody being like, I've been through this. How could you forget that? But like, I truly don't think there's anything people can do because like I've done stuff that are, could be the worst thing to somebody, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, I don't know if that's like a hot take, but like, it's something I didn't believe before that now I believe.
1: Yeah. I mean, I see that as like, too, people can do stuff and that's not who they
0: are. That's something they've done. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So what about you?
1: Um, okay. I'm sure I can guess mine. (laughs) Because <laughs> I never shut up about it.
0: I... Noise pollution?
1: Enough. No. Phones? Phones. Okay, Heather. here's the thing. I'll just say it briefly. I know we joke that I would like throw my phone off the cliff, mm-hmm. but I love technology. I do love all that it can bring. I love the recipes I found from online, the ideas, okay. the DIY. Like, I, there's so much good that comes from the phone. However, I don't think, we. my take is that we are not treating it like the substance that it is.
0: That's so fair.
1: And so, and I'm not saying, like, you know, alcohol isn't evil. Cigarettes aren't, I mean, they can do best with your body, but they existing isn't evil. Pots aren't evil. Drugs aren't evil. Any kind of substance. It's just how you interact with them and what you do on them and how you, you know, abuse them or use them throughout your day, that kind of thing. And so, I don't think there is enough conversation about phones as. A chemical or a substance, yeah. It does I agree, brain. yeah. And I think they just haven't been out long enough. I think we'll learn more in the future, yeah. But like, my hot take is like, they're not evil, they're not bad, but interact with them. Like, you wouldn't drink, you know, it's like driving and texting,
0: like, yeah. you wouldn't drink and drive, you wouldn't download a car, yeah. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't, I I see what you're saying. We're not acting, and I totally agree. I think that there will be rehab centers for phones, Mm -hmm. if not already, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's so sad
1: because whereas like, well, of course you wouldn't, you know, have, you wouldn't have used alcohol every single day. You wouldn't have you shouldn't have used like cigarettes or pot or whatever. We are encouraged to use this substance right now. Yes. It is, you need to get by in life with using it. Like, you can't be without it. And so I think that we should just be treating it like that yeah you know if you're like man i just want to sit on the couch and play my phone do it but understand that that is a relaxation time that is something you're doing it is like a
0: dopamine thing
1: it's a dopamine thing yeah yeah and my other thing is like obviously it's your own every person and kid is different but like i think we should watch how our kids are taking it in yeah because you
0: wouldn't allow them a chemical or something to adjust their brains As children. Can I counter your... This is... I think this is actually a hot take that I would like to counter with yours. First of all, I agree. I think that drugs... I mean, phones are a total drug. Mm -hmm. Like, it is... It's dopamine to the extreme. Like, we know how marketing works. We know how phone games work. I think that we live in a time where, like, it is of the times, Mm -hmm. right? To me, it's like... You know how you don't want your kids to have phones until they're 18? 21. That's, to me, the same as abstinence-only education. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's, it's totally okay. We would raise our kids differently. And I don't I don't believe abstinence-only education, yeah. for the record. <laughs> but to me, it's like, it's, it's like saying that they don't get to fit in with today's society. And, like, instead of teaching them how to responsibly handle stuff, it's saying you don't get to participate and make your own decisions until you're, well, also, you couldn't hold off until they're 21. <laughs> well, at they live at the home. That's okay. The they can move out or... Not have a phone until they're 21. In the home, if they live at home. Wow. But
1: here's, here's the thing. Because okay. I understand, and Ben and I talk about this a lot, they will possibly need it for school. Mm-hmm. They will need it for work. They will need it for all these things. Yeah. And so we, do, obviously, you're going to figure it out when you get there kind of thing. But we don't want them to be without the knowledge of it. And it's not going to be like, you know how we couldn't do certain things at home, but if we went to a friend's house, it was fine. Yeah. It was like scary movies. Like Ouija (laughs) boards. Yeah. They're like, (laughs) our parents are like, we're going to fit in. So, like, you know, we can go do it there. That's the thing. I'm not going to be like, don't look at the screen, don't do anything. They can watch TV, they can play video games, they can play on if a tablet is like, I don't know, they'll evolve. Like, the tablets will change and everything like that. I'm not saying it's no. I'm just saying, as phones are right now, maybe no social media is a better way to say it. Okay. No access to other people without parent knowledge it's like I think when how we're gonna do it when we're young it's like you wouldn't give a kid I don't crack know how to say, well crack <laughs> like how do I say this about being because everyone's different and a lot of these habits are just games and yeah. we had games growing up. we had computer games but I'm just saying I want to I think we should monitor how they're taking it in yeah like how when we were younger we could watch two episodes of tv then we had to go outside yeah I don't feel that regulation is around anymore
0: Okay. And I, I do see what you're saying, but I think, and okay, this is like an overall thing to be human is to be human. Mm -hmm. Like I don't believe that you, and whatever your moral compass is, be it religion, be it science, be it just being good vibes, whatever it is. I think sometimes the most human thing that you can do is just like loosen up a little bit and Mm -hmm. be a human, whatever it is, everyone has their vices. And I agree. I'm totally of the camp that, Social media is a drug, like phones can be very addictive, can be very harmful. I think that when I am without my phone, when I take social media breaks, I notice an immediate impact in my mental health. However, I am not in the all or nothing camp. And also Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, for me, I don't think it's fair to, it's, it's to me, it's, and some people love this life. It is like the homesteading life in Mm -hmm. 2024. It doesn't make sense in today's society. And if that's the life you want to live, that's fine. But also your kids may not want to live that life. And your kids may want to talk to their friends as somebody who grew up on a cell phone. Also uh, like our parents gave us a lot of grace with phones, mm-hmm. a lot of free reign. And I, I appreciated that not being like helicopter parented with our phone, but also at that age, I was so grateful for friends to text and for mm-hmm. social media and for MySpace quizzes. Like my music collection is as dope as it is today because of underground artists on MySpace. Like mm-hmm. it, it unlocked who I was today. And I don't think that's a negative thing. I do think it can be a negative thing. And like, and if it becomes a problem, that is that you can talk to your kids about that. But I think my hot take in this opinion is live. And again, I'm not, this is not directly towards you, but the Mm -hmm. way that you would raise your kids, I would never raise my kids like that with phones because of today's day and age. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like, ah, I don't know how to say, and you're probably hearing this as like enabling it or whatever. It's like, I know we're seeing it differently, but I would not raise my kids in a way if my kid doesn't want to use a cell phone like go for it do whatever you want to do but I think that being so restrictive like like having the black and white on your phone Mm -hmm. to me that's like it's so over the top for just you can just be a human and have your phone but Mm -hmm. we have different vices you know and like different opinions so I think my hot take is like People that go off the grid and homestead. If you love that, that's amazing. But Mm -hmm. if you force that on your family and your kids don't want that lifestyle, I think that there should be a conversation about like, okay, this is for me, but this is your life. What do you want to do with it? You know?
1: Yeah. And I do. And obviously, like, I don't want raising to be weird.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want them to have fun. We don't want to raise the next generation of (laughs) horse girls. Like, that's not what we're saying. Absolutely not. I'm just
1: saying, I think currently, and I'm not inside people's homes, so obviously I'm not saying... What people are doing now is wrong. I'm saying I couldn't imagine letting my 9 to Mm 18-year-old go into a room with the entire internet and world at their fingertips You don't
0: trust an 18-year-old to have a cell phone? Like social media? I don't think
1: their brains are ready for it. I think it's detrimental. And I think it's an unchecked substance that we're not talking about. But like kids smoke cigarettes. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. They will have access to it. I'm sure yeah. friend's house, kids smoke cigarettes, kids drink at a young age, of course they're going to try and do it. Yeah. I'm saying I'm not going to give a nine-year-old access yeah. to that. I'm not going to give them the ability, like when we were on the internet, yeah, we had phones growing up, but it was, we couldn't actually use the internet on our phone until we were on our 20s. Well, that was because
0: it would cost $500. <laughs> like, when know. that Verizon logo started, they were like, shit, 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 like cancel, cancel, cancel. Like, that was because the internet was $700 an hour at that point. Like, yeah. But I think to me, it's, it's like abstinence education. Mm-hmm. You are, and also, so sorry, what do we know about, I, again, I'm speaking broadly, but, like, homeschool kids. Or think of Rumspringa for the Amish. Yeah. You restrict them from everything. Rather than teaching them how to have a healthy relationship, you're teaching them that there is no healthy relationship. But, like, you are using a phone in today's society. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, to me, from an outsider, as somebody who doesn't have kids, like, it would be frustrating to see my parents use a phone and like see my friends have healthy relationships and like not even get the chance to have a conversation with my parents about that to be like hey this could be addicting how do we navigate this versus you don't get to touch a cell phone until you are 21 years old like or social media whatever it is and i'm sorry if you're gonna i was just gonna say it's like when that spectrum is too far to one side if it's totally unregulated or if it's completely restricted i just feel that you're not giving them any tools to actually handle anything in the real world because to live in today's society, you need to have a cell phone unless you're off the grid and then you are, but like we are recording this on a, on a cell phone. We use cell phones for directions. It's like, it is part, I think to not move along with society is to reject being a human in my opinion. And I don't like the current society we're in. Yeah. And And that's that's fine. But your kids may.
1: They may, and that's her right once they move out, yeah, that's the thing is that we're not harming them by making them live in an older time or a slower paced life, but mm-hmm. the other thing I'll say is that they will absolutely know how to check a bank account through an app on their yeah. phone, they will know how to order food on a phone they will they'll will have access to there's not that they're gonna keep it in a secret box, not touch yeah. it, they will have access to it, it will be monitored, yeah. just like if you give your kids wine at dinner. It is monitored under the parent's eye. It is not go have this beer and go to your room.
0: But can I ask, why do you use social media? Like, because I see you on Instagram every day. Mm -hmm. So why do you use it if you think it's such, if you would not let your kids use it? It's like, it's like smoking, like, I don't know. It's like smoking and then being like, I mean, I understand. We want the best for our kids. But I'm curious, as someone who has such opinions on it, why do you personally use it? Is it like to monitor people? No, I don't monitor anybody. (laughs) I, I just don't know why you hate it, but you use it every day.
1: Because it's a, I use it as relaxation, or to be honest, I find a lot of recipes on there. Mm-hmm. That's where I use it a lot, or like check in with my friends, like a social thing. But I also drink alcohol, and I wouldn't give alcohol to my kids,
0: unmonitored. But you, that's what I'm saying. People, however you want to raise your kids, I don't have kids. Yeah. So I don't know, we're not, like, <laughs> we're, we're two people without kids that are saying this. Um, But like. I'm just curious because I do think it's like absence only education. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I keep coming back to this, but I'm saying like, I think it's important to have these conversations with kids so that when, if, and when something comes up, they know what to do. Well, but, but I'm just curious why you use it because both you and your husband use social media, but you mm-hmm. think it's like so awful.
1: Well, I'll answer that, but I want to finish what I was saying first. Okay. Is They will have experience with phones. When I Mm -hmm. say they're not going to have their phone, I mean, they're not going to have their own phone that I paid for and, like, buy, good luck, do whatever you want with it, post whatever you want, look at whatever you want, like, until they're older. Mm -hmm. But they will have access to it. If their friend sent them a video, sure, you can watch it on there. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be heavily monitored. I don't like, for my future kids, I don't like the idea of, It's your right to have a cell phone. It's -hmm. your right to look at whatever you want. It's your right to have privacy from me. Absolutely not, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. No, I think I will respect it. And I understand, like, mom and dad let us close our doors because they trusted us. Mm -hmm. I don't think... I would do that with the phone necessarily. Okay. But know anyway, that's my opinion is that they will have experience with it. I will teach them, hey, this is incredibly addictive. So heads up. So, so is alcohol. So is cigarettes. So is anything else you jump into. Uh-huh. I want them to experience it. and be So able... is that mermaid life. So is that mermaid Listen, life. once
0: you get out of the water, you start swimming. Good luck coming up yeah. for air.
1: So I want them to be able to interact with it and be like, whoa, that was fun. And be like, it is fun. Here's how to not be addicted to it, yeah. kind of thing. So that's the first thing, is that they will have like they're, they're never going to see a phone yeah. until then. But They're like, what the hell is an iPhone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not going to do that, because that's setting up for failure, because they're in the modern world. So they will yeah. have access to it and be able to be on one. It's just not not the way I've seen kids have access to it now. Yeah. But the other one is
0: it was why we're on it, if we think it's so bad. Yeah, why do you guys use it if you are so against it? It's
1: because...
0: I guess why not delete it?
1: Yeah, it's because of how it's used. So I've seen alcohol kill people. Mm-hmm. I've seen it make them alcoholics. I've seen it make them make stupid decisions. Yeah. I still drink alcohol.
0: Yeah.
1: I've seen the phone make people make stupid decisions. I've seen it ruin their lives. I see it pull them down. It doesn't ruin mine. It's a recreational substance that I interact with when I want to. And the black and white thing, I did that because I was curious. Cause I saw it come by. I was like, oh, you hit your phone. And I was like, wow, I already hit my phone. What will this be like? Yeah. It turned out to be incredibly comforting to me, and the world looked brighter. And I was like... That's interesting.
0: interesting. I like this a whole better yeah. than my phone. That's that's nice. And
1: because they pick colors for you to look at it and you remember that you're the product. Yeah are what they're trying to sell. You have agency over that. Yeah. And so I use it because I interact with all not all kinds of substances, but Sarah's substances. like, what drugs haven't I tried? What haven't I done? Yeah. <laughs> but I I don't think abstinence is like abstinence only programs work. I don't think a hard no works. Yeah. But I do think it'll be like a okay, I'm going to let you use this under my eye, sparingly, as we monitor. And if there's a kid where they're like, Oh, I don't have any kind of addiction addictive personality, mm-hmm. maybe that kid will be allowed more
0: freedom. <laughs> Pick the favorite. Yeah. You seem chill as hell. <laughs> have a cell phone, have at it. This kid fucking sucks. Like, yeah, this kid'll
1: keep an eye on that one. <laughs> so it's really just a kid, but yeah, of course I interact with it. But I can also turn it off and not be on it. And I have done that and it's been not hard. So I feel yeah. safe to interact with it the way I interact with other substances. To sum us all up, my hot take is the phone isn't evil. The phone should be treated as a substance.
0: Okay. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Just checking to make sure we're still recording. We are. All right. Next question. I think we're... Oh, <laughs> Okay, my friend May sent three different questions, oh, and I'm she sorry. like had to restrain herself. Um, so we, you have met her one time. Mm-hmm. We went to high school together. I think middle school together too. Winco and battleground. I think oh, heard. we ran into her Winco for Thanksgiving <laughs> shopping. Always the funnest times. Um, and fun fact, she's a beekeeper. That's and, so like, cool. very knowledgeable. Like, she picked out a specific, a, a specific, <laughs> a specific, like, breed of bee that's super gentle. Um, that's cool. When I was at her house, she was, like, explaining the life cycle of a bee. I, can I just be real? I want to put on a beekeeper suit and, like, go sit in her front yard and talk about bees for, like, five hours. And she also harvests blueberries and, like, makes blueberry jams and stuff. Wow. She is cool as hell. I feel like you guys would get along so well. Like, homesteading. I'm standing Yeah. Exactly. But... <laughs> But can I just say she's cool and like uses Instagram and is hilarious on the internet. So you can have the best of both worlds as our friend Hannah Montana says. Um, But she sent three different questions. And so I'm going to, we'll do one question, answer, two, answer, three. Okay. So first question. If you were famous, what would your stage name be? Great question. I can't believe we haven't answered this on the podcast. I know. It seems like a very us question. Um, okay, mine, this is the Easter egg I was talking about. It would be Ramona Chateau. <gasps> oh, I love yes. it. Because I love the name Ramona. I've always loved the name Ramona. We grew up in Ramona in San Diego. It's the Ramona and Beezus books. Ramona and Beezus <laughs> books. And also Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Cool Ramona. Oh, yeah. In every stage of my life, there has been Ramona that's been like meaningful. I love
1: that. Um,
0: and also, my name is very, like, <laughs> it's very, like, Kimmy. Like, I am Kimberly, but, like, I go by Kimmy. Um, and so I've always wanted to know what it was like, one, to have a, n- a name that's not nicknamable, um, mm. because people like to abbreviate it to Kim, which I've, i realize I say I hate being called Kim, but if it's someone I love, I love it. Like Aww. when you're like, oh, hey Kim, can you hear me that? It's different. Um, uh, but it's, it's like when I introduce myself in a professional setting and I say, hi, I'm Kimberly. And they go, hi Kim. I hate that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I, mean, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, but like I want to know what it's like to have a name that's softer, lower octaved, and not nicknameable. That's interesting. Which is Ramona. Uh, and then I just think Chateau would be like a cool stage name. You can have a little like triangle. The um, Yeah. What is it called? Circumflex. Um, and also I uh, love the song. Is it Chateau Lobby Number 4 or something? The Father John Misty song. One of my favorite songs of all time. So I think it'd be cool to have like a hometown that I really loved and then also a song I really love combined. <sighs> Like yeah, that. so Ramona Chateau would be mine. I what like about that. you guys? Okay, this
1: was really hard because
0: I was trying to do some
1: combination of my name, Uh huh. but it doesn't really work. And then I was like, well, I know a lot of people use their, like, maiden names or last names from front their back on their line. Mm. So I was trying to pick one from oh, mom cool. and from dad, and I always loved the name Clara. It's her grandma's name yes. and your middle name to mm-hmm. <laughs> so be Clara. And then I feel bad that I got this wrong. I think dad said that on his side there's the Dylans, like the Irish oh, side. Oh, cool. So... I think Clara Dillon.
0: Oh my God. That's tongue,
1: so cute. Really, oh, and it's, it's like CD. CD. Yes. Yeah, so I love Dillon. that.
0: <laughs> Clara Dillon and Ramona Chateau. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Question. Okay. I got to stop holding my coffee while I do this. I'm asking to be spilled on Okay. Question number two. If you had to pick a line from a movie to be your catchphrase, what would you pick? Okay. I don't remember this one. Oh, did I maybe not send it? Maybe. Okay. Sorry. If Sorry if I didn't. Um, Do you know any off the top of your head that you would do? Can you go first? Yeah. I'll find you So mine is from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. um, Which have... If you go back... Take a drink every time (laughs) I have said, have you seen this movie to Sarah on this podcast? I'm (laughs) I'm assuming you still have not watched it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to give a spoiler alert. Um, So do you know the premise of the movie at all? Kind of. Okay. So for those who haven't watched it, again, spoilers. uh, Michelle Yeoh's character is like going to the IRS because her business is getting audited with her husband and she basically goes into like an alternate universe and her husband comes back as different versions of himself. So like the one she's talking to while the IRS basically turns into like a battle war zone of monsters. And Jamie Lee Curtis is like this (laughs) villain. It's amazing. Um, He's like, I'm not your husband. I'm your husband from this life or from this life. And the premise is you have to do something weird to call back different versions of your past lives. So like, In order to remember how to do, like, martial arts, she has to, like, do something random, like, bite chapstick. And then that, whatever weird thing you do triggers a past life. And her thing is, she never went after what she wanted. So she could have been an actress, She could have been this. She could have been that. But she just never picked. She just Mm -hmm. waited for life to happen to her. And, like, the moral of this. And then it's also, like, a love story with her daughter and how her daughter is, like, disintegrating because she's not choosing her happiness Um, and so like, and then it jumps from life to life. So like Michelle Yeoh, it'll be her as an actress winning an Oscar or her as like, um, a martial artist doing like Kung Fu movies or whatever. So there's this one and her, oh, her husband, like you just, it's so good. But her husband is just like, so, so sweet. And like, he, like, she is his prize. And so he's happy in whatever life they're doing. And there's like, it cuts to them in their apartment and like, they're doing their taxes and he ends up asking for a divorce because she's so unhappy and he's so happy with her. And like nothing in their life is good enough. They own a laundromat. It's not good enough. They hate everything. Um, And so there's this scene where she jumps to a life and she's like a famous actress. And so is he, or they're like famous in some way. And she's in a beautiful dress and he's like hot in a tuxedo with these cool glasses. And they're like standing outside, smoking, talking, and they never got together in that life and she was like our life is just we just do taxes and laundries or whatever and there's like this famous line and he's like in another life I would have really liked just doing taxes and laundry with you and it is like oh it's so good it's just like such a beautiful like there's beauty in everything in life and so I think that is a lesson for everybody it's like if you're it's not what you're doing it's who you're doing it with um and it's just it made me sob in the theaters it was such a beautiful line so that's my favorite one I love that yeah Oh, that's really good yeah i think i really think you would like the movie i should watch it at some point yeah it's so good so what about you this is so hard sarah's like rip him and dip him baby hey <laughs> <Ain't laughs> first <and> last <laughs> what's, what what about what's your favorite movie and like what is the overall message from a movie that you think would be helpful
1: <sighs> um
0: so help me god if you say nativity story <laughs> we're turning off this podcast right now Okay, you love Harry Potter. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. (laughs) Not me, not Hermione, (laughs) you. You. What is, I guess, what's a line or like what is a moral from Harry Potter? Because there's about a thousand different like fables within Harry Potter that you could take lessons from.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm trying to think. The last time I watched the movies, I was in a fever state because I was super sick. <laughs> I think I had pneumonia. So there's like, there
0: were actually pretty mermaids there. I don't know. I know. I don't know. It's weird. There I was know. a horse girl at Hogwarts, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um.
1: God, I don't know. I won't say the classic ones, like, always.
0: That's yeah. just the that, that Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, not goodbye. Not really. not really. That was the other one. So I always say that. <laughs> Sarah loves to say, it's not goodbye. Not really. It's not really goodbye.
1: Not really. I don't know. I think, like, there's always... Um, Help can always be given a Hogwarts only a member to ask. Oh, I that's beautiful. I think that beautiful. can be applied to a lot of things. Like, help is always offered. You just have to ask.
0: Yeah. I always think about the light where, or the song, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, the line where he's, like, talking about, like, turning on the light or whatever. Yes. That, I think, is a good lesson, too. Like, just look for the light in life, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Um, And then her third, is that? Oh, no, yeah. That's, good. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then her third question. What's the best name you ever chose for a childhood stuffed animal? Okay. did um, we name our stuffed animals? I, I remember one that What was, was it
1: crazy it was heart bear oh really got the little
0: heart on it. Oh, I love that oh um, I remember that bear, yeah, yeah I've
1: literally i I didn't name myself animals. Yeah,
0: I love how literal that was. You're like heart and yeah. bear. Got it. I asked the bears like, I only named one animal. It's like it was white bear because it was white. Wow, you weirdos were meant to end <laughs> up together, weren't you? Just you're really a baby. Weird. You're gonna be like, this is blue eyes. This is brown hair. This is baby, this is baby yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so that's so cute that you both named like similar things. Like,
1: wow, we were really bad at naming
0: animals. Apparently, animals actually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because we always got animals in pairs Um. because yeah. we're sisters. And I, I don't think I named my stuffed animals, but I do, I feel like we should talk about our animals that we named because yes. they're funny. Okay. So first up,
1: did you have any stuffed animals
0: you could, before you start on that? Yeah. The one I think about is like the dog with the little heart on his butt. Oh, yeah. Um, and also there was like this in fourth grade, we went on a field trip to the Seattle aquarium and I wanted this like bear that velcro hands together and like hangs yes. and i remember my dad we went to lunch and my dad was a chaperone and he like walked in the rain to go get it and i was like to me this was his journey to bethlehem i was like he had to walk around the corner and back to the, the he, like he was just it was like the coolest like oh my god my dad did this for me that's so cool yes. and i like love that bear but i didn't ever name them yes. i didn't want to get too attached you know you yeah. name them you keep them so i love that uh, but i feel like we okay what were some of our animal names what was the Was the rabbit that you named after yourself? Did I? Remember you have a pet named Sarah? Oh my god. Which is hilarious to me. Like, that's so cute. That's so little kid. You're like, me Sarah? A sue Sarah. (laughs) It's a good name. It's all (laughs) name. Sarah, do you remember yours? Mm. Okay, what were our rats' names? Mine was Kanga. Short for kangaroo. It was a jumping rat. Yeah.
1: Mine was Blackpuff because I was obsessed with the movie Tortoro. Oh, but, but is that where that stemmed from? But I, they have names. I don't know what they are still. Oh, again, you're like heart bear black puff. <laughs> yeah, sprites. I don't know what they're
0: called. But I have to be in the room when you name your child because I thinking <laughs> you're about to go way too literal with this. You're like bald head. Bald- <laughs> Weird nose. Um, okay, and then we had those two cats. Oliver was mine. Uh, okay, I was awful at naming animals. <laughs> you're going to see why.
1: It was soda pop was the that's name
0: of my cute. cat. Because I was- Were you to- drinking a soda when you met the cat? <laughs>
1: God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> I was listening to Britney Spears album. Oh, okay. We just got the cats. Mmm. It was bop. back when you used to get, like, animals in front of Alversons. You remember, like, oh, Yeah, they'd be like, the I dogs. got a box of cats. What
0: do you want a buck for and
1: it? Girls got cookies and cats. That's, that, honestly, that's a
0: great shopping <laughs> day.
1: So we got a cat. We're sitting in the van. I think dad was going to get, like, um, cat litter or something. And we're just, I was like, this soda pop song, it's all right. It's not her best on the album. <laughs> But I wanted to give it some credit. So I was like, oh, I'm a cat soda pop. I
0: love it. Because you know what? You're a girl's girl. You're like, Britney. not your best work. We're mm-hmm. going to call hard. it. Nowadays, I like that song a lot more. I forgot that song existed until just now. <laughs> and I didn't know that's what it was named after. <laughs> Knowing you, sorry. I thought you were like holding a can of soda. <laughs> and you're like, that's my cat's name. Got it. We wanted to name
1: our dog Jennifer or Jessica. Yes. We were mm-hmm. denied. Oh my God. That was devastating. (laughs) Inga out not be a better name for a dog.
0: I guess. I mean, and it's German. It's like German German Shepherd. I get it. But I think Jessica is a funny name for a dog. And like, it was the 90s. That's so on brand, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think mostly pet names. I didn't really name stuffed animals. Especially because we were in the era of Beanie Babies. So they came with names. They came with... That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. My favorite Beanie Baby was a bat name. I think his name was like Batty or something, but I loved it. I was looking at Beanie Babies the other day. What was your favorite Beanie Baby? I like that tie-dye bear. Do you wear that one? Oh, yeah, with the peace sign? Yeah. Remember you got that for me? You, like, spent your allowance or something and you went to Albertsons and got it? Yes! That was your hero moment. <laughs> I was like, I could not <laughs> believe you spent I money on not, a beanie Baby for me. I so about
1: that. But, yeah, I think that, like, of all the ones, because I liked the bat. Not that they were mine, but, like, I liked the bat and I liked the beanie, the peace bear one. Uh-huh. What was
0: your favorite one? Or was, was it mine. the tie-dye one? Like, that That was mine? That was you. I'm trying to think. I don't remember the ones I had. But I don't think it was, like an ostrich. Oh, that's cool. You would. I really all kind of got piled together
1: eventually. Yeah. Remember we thought that was
0: going to be like the cash cow? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the You're Wrong About podcast has a really interesting deep dive on Beanie Babies. It is a fascinating story. It's like way more twists and turns than you would ever expect. Yeah. Remember the McDonald's Beanie Babies? Yes. Oh, dude, I I miss Happy Meal toys. I say I miss them, but you literally, I, the last time I got one was a Thor one. Oh. Um, which is fine. I'm not a Marvel girly, really, so. Yeah. Okay, I believe that is the end of our question. Oh my gosh, that
1: was so fun. That was so and fun. Oh,
0: okay. Cool. Oh, oh, there's one for Lucas's, wasn't it? Oh, did I not play Lucas's? I don't think so. Oh shit, okay, hang on. Um, and he was our example on the Instagram yeah. story. So, <laughs> so sorry, Lucas. Okay, this is fun because Lucas is a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. I don't ever remember, I think the first time I met Lucas was at a house party at Ben's parents' house. Oh, wow. Yeah, but then we've become friends. And how do you know Lucas? Through Ben? Your yeah, husband of okay. Sam his brother oh I'm thinking okay it's confusing because oh yeah his <laughs> <Sam's> brother's <laughs> name is Sam who's friends with Lucas but Lucas's wife's name is Sam, Sam. yeah oh, love yeah. Lucas also shout out Lucas he is one of the most creative people I know check out his Instagram he's got good stuff on there he does art he does writing he has an amazing pot another amazing podcast voice okay here is Lucas's question oh and he did an intro which is very nice oh yeah
1: <laughs> hello I'm Lucas and I have a question so, if you could have any superpower, but on the condition that if anyone found out you had that power, it would immediately go away. What power would you have and why?
0: Great question. I that love question. the caveat, too. Like, yeah. It'll disappear. Okay, what's yours? Okay, first, invisibility.
1: Mm-hmm. But then I changed it to the power of, like, will. Like, I'm like, will things happen? Ooh. Because no one could prove it. So
0: oh, now that's I'm so- find out so... You're it's like, try like, and prove it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, Sarah. Now you
1: can't, because I willed it not to happen. You... God, it's the perfect
0: crime. Like, there's, you can never get out of that. I love it, too, because, like, nobody would be able to know. And also, Sarah has a Taurus rising, which is terrifying. If you have not argued with Sarah and you're having a day, I highly recommend it. Because when your heels are in the ground, good luck. Like, good luck convincing you. And, like, I just can see Sarah with her arms crossed being like, prove it. Prove it. Oh, I love that for you. That is so good. And that's so – it's, like, it's perfect because – how would you prove that? And if they were to, they couldn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would will it not to
1: happen. Sarah is smiling from
0: <laughs> ear to ear right now. This is the like perfect I it. crime. That is such a good answer. Okay, mine is I did one that I would be okay with letting go of That's in funny. case it did get let go. So mine, I've always wanted to be a fly on the wall. Oh, um, yeah. Although I guess not a literal fly because I think their lifespan is like 48 hours. Yeah. It's short-lived. But I would say like a... Uh, a fly that has an average human lifespan. Like you're invisible, so you can go like walk in. Yeah, so uh, but I like the idea of actually being a literal fly because it, it keeps me grounded. Like there's some weight to that decision. So it's not like I'm a vampire or something, you know? Right. Uh, but I will say, I would say a human lifespan fly. Okay. So like 75 to 95 years. Um, and one, it gives me like, I think that we should have parameters in life. So people have fly swatters, you know, people... And there's risk involved. There's risk involved, so it, like, keeps me humble. Um, but also, it, it is a crime to know too much sometimes. So mm-hmm. if I do get found out, it's probably for the best. Because I didn't need to be in other people's business, but I am notoriously nosy. I love to lurk. I get it. So that was mine, because it's, like, it. it's probable... <laughs> it's probable? I'm, like, <laughs> a, a, fly, a human as a fly that lives as long as a human. But it is probable if i get found out it's for the best Mm -hmm. um and it would be fun and i could fly yeah that's cool
1: i like that answer yeah it's
0: like a honest one if you've ever read kafka's metamorphosis you would know you don't want to live a life as a bug he was very depressed really oh my god there's this tiktok dj that does like audiobooks over beats and he does like it was like metamorphosis x something oh my god amazing really people's brains dude why do they come up with this That's stuff? It's so creative. It's so creative. Yeah. So I would be a fly on the wall. And then if somebody found that out, well, they find it out for the best.
1: <laughs> Meant to be.
0: Meant to be. <laughs> okay. I think that is everything for this week. What? You guys, thank you so much to our friends who sent in questions. It seriously means the world. Um, and I, I so want to do this again. Yeah. Especially be- because we're so bored of coming up with our own questions. I know.
1: It's so, you guys are such creative ones. I never would have thought about it. They're so creative
0: all right friends well we're gonna wrap it up we will see you i would say next week but we're not gonna see you (laughs) next week we'll see you when you see you Bye. bye